0: What's going on, motherfuckers? Welcome to the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. My name is Snackers, and today is Sunday, September 20th, 2020, and this is episode 129!
1: That's a lot. In the- Poggies, dude. Uh, that's a lot. That's that's a lot of podcasts, my guy. That's big pogs. It's crazy that it took four
0: years to get... I mean, the podcast did used to be uh, bi-weekly, like at the start. Um, I guess it's always been technically bi weekly with other shows kind of sprinkled in between, but I felt like I would have been farther ahead by now, but when you actually think about how many hours of content that is, let's see, one hundred and twenty nine times. Let's say two hours is probably an average. Two hundred and fifty eight hours of of podcasts. So over over four years. <laughs> I guess that's all right. But anyway, man. Tonight yeah. on the podcast, we have um the beautiful, the stashed middle-aged stream how are you doing today buddy there he is
2: let's crack a lagging
0: hey it's good to see you man how's your day going
2: uh it's been a pretty good day it's been a good day
0: man it's good uh good to be here with uh you gents good and the skinny gorgeous and also mustache the ode uh bishop gp how are you sir
1: oh i thought there was a self intro for a minute i was like okay dude that's that's okay i see where you're going with that right. i'm doing good man i'm uh i'm just uh actually looking at uh Making an order for some new t-shirts, but uh Jimmy can talk about that a little bit later. But I'm doing great, man. I'm doing good. MiddleAidStreamMerch.com? As a matter of fact, now that you
2: mentioned it, I, I didn't want to plug myself in in your uh podcast, but
1: let's just start the podcast. With I mean, some I'm plugs just gonna guys. go ahead and drop
2: this uh link in the chat room.
0: Well, here, um, how about this? Um, let's say Crocs and Out Pockets episode one hundred and twenty-nine is sponsored by the Middle yes. Age Stream. And <laughs> there you go. uh I'll be awaiting my T-shirt. I wear large, by the way. Okay. okay. Mm, Sound fine. good. Is that a fair trade?
2: I think I think we can get you guys. I think we could get you guys some merch. I think we could take care of that. Now there are uh, a variety of items up for sale, including flip flops, swimsuits for ladies. Uh, there is Wait. a bikini out there. Um, to make is it simple for flip-flops? you, audio listeners, if you just go to middleagedstream.com, dot com, uh, that's with a D, of course. Um, then, uh, you can also find the merch, uh, store there.
1: So. Oh. Good times. Page isn't loading. Who needs a, <laughs> yeah, who, who needs a, uh, bikini when you can just buy a couple of those stickers, Jimmy, and just. It's true. It's true. You know? I swear to God, the page sure. isn't loading for me. I'm just,
0: I
2: got a yellow it's page. It's not loading? Dude, right. It seems to
1: be working for other people. <laughs> what the, the fuck? You know what it is? Is it's the millions of fans we have here yeah. today, It probably, uh, it probably is. It, you right. might
2: have overloaded the website, so. Yeah. If it crashes, guys, you can uh, you can try and, and, and get back to it later. OK, or it. just give up entirely or give yes. up entirely until yeah, yeah, later yeah. when and you never go back. Get the urge <laughs> to to go buy some. some yeah. shit.
0: Okay. I would redirect you to knackers.com slash merch, but my merch is trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I would redirect you to my merch site, but I don't even have a website, so I got to build one of those first. You don't have a website at all uh i've had websites in the past i just I, it's too much maintenance man i it don't is. take this shit that seriously it man I, I stream like once every fucking like six weeks so yeah.
0: even even me as a part-time streamer i find now even though i'm so stoked w- with all of the options that the community has bit your mo uh bit emotes um uh tier two tier three emotes uh Uh, transitions um there's fucking ways that you can change the emote if you're tier two or you're tier three and channel points i am very much overwhelmed about trying to come up with all of those things um i'm sure if i sat down and i just did it i could figure it out but i've had it on a task list for myself for a while now and i'm just like oh like do I redesign what I have? Do I try and continue what I have? Okay, is what I have scalable? How many bit earmo- earmote? Emotes, holy fuck! Earmote, what the fuck e-motes. is an
1: earmote, dude? Um, is this like some merchandise for when you're cold? You just throw an earmote over <laughs> your ears?
0: <laughs> How many are there by default? I think there's like 10 or 20.
2: There's, like to- there's quite a few, but I, I'll. can I give you a bit of advice? Yes. Because I, I was in a, a similar dilemma a few months ago. You know what I did was I took the time one day to go into other streamers that I liked, and I and I started looking at what they were setting their rewards for, and I looked at the ideas that I liked and the ideas that maybe I didn't, and uh, I tr- I tried a bunch of different things, and I think I have it scaled now to where it works and it's meaningful when you can redeem something, um, but it took it took a little bit of just testing things out, you know. It, yeah. it, you can't really know until you dip your toe in and I think where it's at now, I still plan on making some changes, but it's a it's a fun addition and but you're right. It is it can be overwhelming and the scalability of it all, especially when Twitch changed the the points and how you get points. Um you used to get a lot more initially if you were a sub. Right. You got like a two times multiplier or whatever, and now it's down to like a one, a one two and a one four if you're tiered up or whatever, but Holy shit! You literally have every piece of merch imaginable.
1: Yeah, I was trying to make.
2: <laughs> I was trying to make a bunch of a
1: cool stuff. I mean, I'm gonna change some stuff out, but I don't know. Looks um, good. You 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 have to track the metrics on how many bikinis and onesies you sell. I and have then not report back. sold
2: any swimsuits yet, but I am very hopeful that if any do get sold, I get a picture. I do, and now I already know that I'm gonna buy one for my wife, but she ain't gonna pay for it. I'm gonna have the but she told me yeah. she, she'd wear the the one piece, so I said, "Okay, I'll, I'll, get, I'll definitely get the one splurge on a beanie." And
0: I've recently found out that I look okay in dad hats, so I've been thinking about some dad mm. hats recently. Okay. Right. Um, well, we got one,
2: they got the dad hat and the trucker hat. If you want to go, mm, uh, Kid Rock on it.
0: Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about going that far, but uh, one one piece of advice that I will give you I don't know if you've had anybody buy the hoodie. Or any of the shirts, so to you, it looks like that logo is gonna be totally front facing. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna almost guarantee that when somebody buys that, the parts of those logos are going to stretch around to their their sides, like the the beer cup one. Whereas the, he's got arms and legs. What? No that that no that brain. one's good because that oh, actually, oh, it, it, it it
2: unless the scaling is just off. Is this designed by humans or is this Streamlabs? No, with Streamlabs. Uh, okay, I I scaled it similarly to how I scaled the other one, only because I knew that how this one scaled out on the shirt. Okay, so it's with the same proportions because I knew this one scaled. So your t- the T-shirt one looks like a good
0: size. the The beer hoodie, the mass beer hoodie. I would. I'm afraid that once that gets printed parts of those parts of the design yeah, is going to see go back and okay so I've done that mistakenly before where I've made it too big and it looked it looked fine on the website and then it looked terrible once it actually got printed I gotcha okay
1: um Dude, part of me wants to just copy and paste like my merch is just a white picture of uh Jimmy's merch store it's just a picture of the sweater wait like the one that loads or the one that doesn't uh so one that does load. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: uh I think you probably just maxed out your bandwidth for the day, right? Then by plugging that Jimmy, cuz
2: once we all started clicking <laughs> on it, it started not loading. It must, man, like uh, all of a sudden it was just like bam, you know?
1: Listen, I'm in, dude. I feel like this is an exclusive club right now. I feel like I shouldn't miss out on the opportunity because I mean, on you the never website, know yeah. how long that
2: website's going to stay up.
1: So It's I'm true, man. Saying. This is like Supreme but better. It's like way more uh limited. It's a limited run product.
2: <laughs> anyway, so I wasn't really trying to make that all about uh, uh, my merch, but that's no right. man, quality products.
1: Uh, I listen, product. I-, I think I-, I think when we uh, when we talk to NordVPN or any other sponsor, now they can see what treatment we really give uh, any of our sponsors. We talk shit about your web hosting, <laughs> right? And uh, <laughs> wow, we can't even handle the traffic, boggers. <laughs>
0: Get fucked, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me i'm gonna up you guys a little bit we we
1: give you recommendations on how you could fix your product and then shit on your fucking website (laughs) thank you
0: guys you might be good now i sorry i forgot that i had discord turned down to like 60 percent from playing video games the other day i just upped you guys so the audio listeners Mm. won't care because it's all ai auto balance but for you live listeners Yeah, yeah uh suck my asshole just kidding i love you thank you for letting me know um anywho Hi, welcome to the podcast. Today is the date and we're going to talk about stuff. So first and foremost, Jimmy, what have you been playing and what the fuck are you drinking?
2: So I have been, I don't know, did I beat Castlevania 1 in the last podcast we were on? I don't think so. I didn't know you were playing more than one. Yeah, so I beat Castlevania 1. I think it was like, yeah, it was after the last podcast. So I beat that and then I jumped into Castlevania 4 and I've been pretty much playing that since. The only other game I've played... I played a little Bowser's with my son uh, in the last two weeks, and I played um, I'm, I played a little bit of Fall Guys, and I've played, and I I've been playing Super Castlevania Four uh, for Super Nintendo since then. Uh, but I'm stuck like right at the it's almost right at the end of the game. I think I'm I'm probably one or one maybe two streams away from beating it. Uh, I just got to figure out this one platforming section is really you kind of got to memorize what's coming up. So.
1: Oof! Okay. Isn't that what you said about uh, Battletoads like uh, three months? No, before you beat
2: no, it? no. I, I when I was four or five days into Battletoads, I was barely halfway <laughs> into that game, dude. That, <laughs> so don't get me started. Um, but but yeah. Um, I. Other than that, man, it's been like I've been back to work and just uh, been grinding. I'm. I mentioned to you guys before the show this will be my last time. Being here in this office, since we're moving, this will be my last stream. Actually, Uh, I'm not streaming, but you know what I mean. My last anything I'm doing from this space, uh, because I'm moving into my new space, which is two miles away. But um, kind of honor right now. Well, I I feel the only I do really you know the, the sucky thing is I really like this office space now, especially when I I literally redid all this about a couple weeks before we decided that we were gonna sell this house (laughs) like i totally redid my office yeah and then and then all of a sudden my wife's like well we're gonna sell the house i'm like
1: oh well okay (laughs) i feel like i feel like uh, usually like when you move your shit around that's when you know you're like okay this isn't really working for me this is like my last dish effort to get this space to work Mm -hmm. and then like casey and i just did that we moved uh We have like two bedrooms. One of them, uh, I'm in right now, and then we have another bedroom that used to be where we slept. Mm -hmm. And she was out in like a foyer, which is like this. It was probably like maybe ten feet wide uh, space, and she had her desk set up in there, and that's where she streamed. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Hey, what if I move the?" She's been talking about moving her uh, her stuff into the bedroom and then moving the bed out into the foyer. So like, can you say foyer one more time? Foyer. Okay, thank you. What? What do you call it? A foyer. 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 A foyer? Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Say it again. You guys I also say oh, council, yeah. so
0: oh, take yeah. that with a grain of salt. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? Council instead of console.
1: Console, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would like um, your
2: counsel on this matter.
1: <laughs> um I've got the red ring of death on my council. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh but yeah, we move we moved the bed out into the, the foyer and it's uh <laughs> it's actually really nice. It's interesting. We did it right before all the for- forest fires took off. And, of course, our entire, like, the entire foyer was filled with smoke through the, like, uh, the two weeks. So, yeah. So, w- luckily enough, though, like, we just jammed towels underneath our doors in our bedroom and in the office. So, Casey and I kind of had a vacation from each other for, like, a week or so mm-hmm. during the days, at least, because it was so smoky out there and we were just, like, locked in our our, uh, our rooms. But, yeah, it's interesting, like moving shit around and like reorganizing the space you like walk out there like whoa this is way different but i think we're still kind of in the boat of like eh, is this really working for us or yeah. should we move somewhere else
0: i i've thought about i've sometimes thought about like what would it be like to just sleep not necessarily live like you're not going to bring <laughs> your your closet and your dresser and stuff out into the yeah the foyer, the foyer, excuse the foyer. me. I know yeah, I'm saying it yeah. wrong, but it's fucking Michigan. Like, what do you want from
1: me? Um, I think Jimmy was shitting on me, too. So I, a little I think bit. you guys have two votes against one. Okay, a little bit. Well, anyway, I was going to tell you guys what
2: good. I was drinking before I was interrupted with your foyer story. So i was drinking <laughs> Wild Little Thing. Uh, the, this is my one I had pre-stream and I'm almost done with. But the one for the stream. Oh,
1: look at that. The orange can with light on it. What is it called? Punch it's something? It's called Punch. <gasps> it's oh. called Prairie Artisan Ales Punch.
2: And Knacker is the same one. And I knew that you picked this up. And when I, I saw it, I was like, holy shit, I haven't even had that prairie yet. And so I went to the beer store today. And sure enough, they had it. So I made a special trip today so I could pick up this. So I, I have literally never had. You guys are, I'm about to experience this in a moment for the first time on stream, and I would love to describe it to you. So we're going to make this this a moment on on the podcast in a little bit, and I will give you a short, for real review
1: of this beer. Thanks for that. The, uh, the the uh, mo I would I should I would have gone and gotten one as well man I feel left out now. Well, hey, but all you, just, you, gotta do, you, you gotta, would have not responded uh, to your text message until uh, time, you did not, not text me. You did not text me. Hold on, there is no. No, text, I didn't brother. text you
2: because you wouldn't respond. I you wouldn't have responded.
1: How would you know that if you didn't even try? Because what I what already know. Okay, okay, I feel you. I feel you. See, you you prepared for this podcast. I was a minute late. So. Well, if you would, I didn't tell Knackers
2: that I was going to get that beer. I you just knew that he was going to have some too. So I thought we could have like a cool bro moment. If you were maybe in yeah. tune with the craft beers we right, were right, right. that yeah. we've discussed on this podcast mm. multiple times. You know what's mm. funny Wait, right now? Wait, you guys now? drink
1: beer on these podcasts? Wait, what? We, yeah. You guys drink beer on the Shut podcast? Up, but really? I okay.
2: literally, because I was trying to like make my point very well known to you, I literally almost hit my zoom in max button <laughs> 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 to change scenes when I'm streaming.
0: But you, if you wanted to, you can now because the yeah. the virtual camness.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. I have to, I have to get that plugin set in. Yeah, you're right. And now, Bishop, when you ask,
0: well, have you guys ever tried each other's beers when we go over them?
1: Yes, yes, yes we, we have. have. You guys are coordinated. We are. Yeah, same same wavelength, my friend. We are. I feel you. Yeah, I'm kind of on the outside on this one. Yes, right. Well, I think I think it's because my girlfriend makes me really great drinks, and maybe you guys are just jealous, so you coordinated I, I, this to get I, look, back at me. You have something jealous. that we don't we don't get. So, which yeah. brings us to you, Sex. actually. What is what is? The yeah, note? <laughs> yeah. Let me just. Uh, sorry, I don't have a can of liquid piss, but I've got myself a caramel apple old fashioned with caramel apple cider syrup, bitter housewife, uh, bitter house orange bitters. Uh, yeah, bitter housewife. Bitter, bitter there? housewife. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Orange bitter. Uh bullet bourbon. Pink Ooh. pearl garnish. I like bullet. So sorry, I don't have your can of
3: piss.
0: Can we see it? Can but we I've see it again? Pissed. I know Ernst yeah, yeah, will yeah, love yeah. this.
1: I kind of beat it up just a little bit, so that's my fault. Casey did a good job of. Oh my of god, prepping and it's an amazing jar did. too. Mm-hmm.
0: And your dolphin mm-hmm. saving mm-hmm. straw, very nice, very
1: nice. Yeah, just save. You know what? It, let's take a moment just to divert away from uh, what we're talking about to talk about these straws. These metal straws in a mason jar can go fuck themselves it it is literally your teeth waiting to chip i would rather see a hundred dead dolphins than drink out of straws (laughs) like this because i chip my teeth every fucking time i drink them i'm like oh and it's literally a piece of glass behind a piece of metal directing right into your teeth i don't know if i just have big teeth but it drives me fucking crazy i would rather have plastic straws
0: you do have a beautiful smile when you guys go out to eat and you're sitting at, let's say you're going to Jimmy John's, and you're going to eat in-house. When you grab mm-hmm. a cup and fill up, do you do a topper and a straw, or do you just drink
1: out of the cup? Uh, topper straw. It depends if I'm sitting in, it, you, you asked if I'm sitting and drinking there. Yes. If I'm sitting there and drinking, I usually do uh, no straw, but I usually refill, grab a straw and a lid on the way out. Okay. Same. If
2: I were back back in the before times, but I haven't been inside a restaurant like in a while, in a long time, yeah. So. Uh, I don't. Whenever we're sitting in a restaurant,
0: I'll grab, I'll just grab the cup and fill it up and drink with my lips. And then if I leave, I'll mm. grab a top and a straw. Um, but I usually, I always try. I know I'm not getting the most for my money, but it's way better to have one pop than two pops. So that's like my. Mm. I'm not allowed to bring pop home. Rule is, I never go for refills because I don't want. Dude, now that I'm being very. God, it's got a sharp pain in my chest really quick um Aww,
1: now, the ribs oh, they, they haven't no, let's go to whamby whamby oh, oh, they, I'm so ingored can you call we
0: need to come
2: give you a little kiss
0: she could go lower <laughs> <laughs> um it was just weird I, I haven't had a sharp pain ever since
2: like two weeks and I just got one all of a sudden um mm, mm. now. wait go for it yeah go for it post traumatic stress punch by prairie artist nails a review Prairie Artisan Ales Punch, a sour ale with blackberry, cherry, and lime. That's it. All right. Let's take a little sip. Hmm. That's what it sounds like with Jimmy drinks. hmm I'd give this a... Wow. I'd probably give this a four out
0: of five. My man just five. read the mm. first three pages of Sorcerer's Stone and then decided to rate.
2: <laughs> huh? the first couple pages of this book I'd give it a solid no no you gotta I mean I'm getting the notes of the you know like the flavor of
1: the beer and and why is it out of it's five? To, why is it why is it not at a 10 scale yeah, I just i rate beers on my app one out of oh.
2: one out of five on so 10 I'm just is. used to using that that scale
1: so. Oh, I just got a new straw, plastic one. If you're like, going to be a little baby back bitch about the straw, and I got a new straw, so that's good. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> hey, see?
2: I fucking love
0: you. Got him. Um, Did they happen to have this one in store as
2: well? No, I looked for that. They didn't have that. What, for the audio listeners, what did you just hold up again?
0: Um, I held up oh. the Prairie Artisan Ales Slush Sour Ale with Strawberry, Raspberry, Lemon, and Lime.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I all of those when I took that picture in your Discord of those four four packs, oh. mm-hmm. those have been gone since last night. And I had to go restock <laughs> for the they're
2: so goddamn delicious. I laughed so hard when I saw you stacked up with all those sour beers. <laughs> I was like, that's my boy. I knew. I knew when you started on the sour journey that it was gonna it was gonna take hold. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. Now I just gotta find that warhead beer. That, I, that probably in isn't Discord. that good, I bet. I bet. I think that's probably more of a gimmick. I mean, it's worth trying, but I, I bet you it's not going to probably be as good as you hope. Probably not, but I'll have to go for it. Um. By the way, Bishop, speaking of
0: funny words, I love the colorway that you are sporting in your, mm. your webcam right now.
1: Mm. Yeah, the, the orange and... Uh is that magenta mm-hmm. what would you call that to a me it up, looks up, up, pink up on my monitor but this gaming mm. monitors colors suck big fat donkey ass <clears throat> yeah i don't know why that is like my uh azus monitor is absolute garbage when it comes to color it, but my older monitors were are those like the, 200 bucks and were great the newer uh panels uh just one of them so the the red color is coming from a knee uh panel and then the other one is just a lifex bulb but Got it, uh man. the one that's lighting my face i think is a knee where it looks great See, oranges
0: and reds are not something that I see too often, um, mm-hmm. and so to see them both together, it, I call that scheme like the the volcano colorway is what I call that, and I, I
1: yeah. like it very much. Yeah, BBR used to sport this color. Mm-hmm. They used to do like the the orange. To, I think it was, his shit was more orangey. And was then it, more orange, like per- it was more orange, but it was it was
2: like a similar type of aesthetic. Yeah. So yeah.
1: it's really hard to make any
0: other colors because like purple doesn't come out good pink is pink comes out okay but as soon as you start getting into the purples and the dark blues they just don't show up that great um at yeah. least on camera unless you're playing with fluts and stuff um so like yeah streamers are kind of yeah. limited in what colors they can have in their background um these the lifex tiles they're good at doing any color but as far as projecting color onto a surface you're you're kind of you don't really have the use of the full rainbow um, which kind of sucks, but mm-hmm.
1: hey, yeah, that's like science. light blues always show up white or like light yellows always show up just white. Yeah. And uh, lifex lifex panel or not lifex. uh What are they called? Nano leaf panels or leaves. Yeah. Nano leaves just show up white on camera. They're yeah. just this white. And if you turn them down, they're like flickery uh lines and shit. They're terrible. They're actual garbage.
0: That's why I love these, because right now these are at two percent, but I can almost mm. see every color. Aquas don't really come up too well. Again, yeah. purple. It, you guys are only seeing purple because of the tint that I have on my camera. But yeah. Anywho. All right. You guys want to talk that's about nice. some real shit? Oh, wait. Bishop games. What, what, mm. what games you've been playing to bishop? Or, um, but,
1: ooh, I made I made a little list. Hey, whenever I'm on the podcast, I always forget games that I've been playing like the past uh, the past pod podcast. We I know. forgot completely we know. Um, that I, I played banjo at all. Like oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, banjo-tui. you didn't play. I miss yeah, those Yeah, it sucks. I've been playing a bunch of that. Um, I've been playing a lot of like N64 games, uh, in the first week, uh, previous to the podcast. Um, but recently I've been playing Rogue Company, which I know Knackers has been playing. It's a great little quick little, uh, competitive shooter, just a fun game. Um, playing a lot of racing games. I played dirt, uh, yesterday, which was kind of fun, just driving in the French Riviera. just I've got a handbrake and a gearbox now, so that's pretty fun. Nice. So I'll probably stream some of that. Um, Day Z, I've been playing a lot of Day Z. Uh Summit started playing it, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a try again. Hadn't played it since, like, the ArmA Two Days. And then uh, on and off, um, with, like, Casey or Bowie or uh, different groups, I've been playing uh, a little bit of Among Us. So mm. that's been good.
2: Okay. Damn.
1: But, yeah, that's my list of games. I feel like I don't play a lot of games, and then I'm like, holy fuck, I've been playing a lot of games. Do so you I like playing to- that Among Us game? I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, Okay. so Among Us is a simple and stupid game, Mm -hmm. like playing the game itself. It's not a good game, but it's the people you play it with that make it interesting. So if you have a good group of people that you're playing with, anything can be fun, right? Just like a party. If you go to a party and there's a bunch of idiot, annoying morons that all that they care about is the environment and politics and jet skis, you're like, okay, those jet ski guys were kind of cool, but we ran out of uh, talking points five minutes ago and there's only morons left so uh, it it's just like that with among us like if you have a bad group you're gonna have a bad time but if you have a good group you're gonna have a pretty solid time and, and what's crazy is i found a lot of uh a, a lot out about people that are a part of casey's community and my community and how good some of them are at lying and i'm like motherfuckers mm-hmm. <sighs> makes you think yeah maybe that maybe chat isn't all dentists and doctors and space astronauts and stuff like whenever they're experts in chat maybe they're lying about that maybe never know maybe
0: Jimmy, did you ever i know you you were talking about castlevania did you go over any other games that you you had been
2: playing oh just just uh battletoads with my son and then a little bit of fall guys
0: okay yeah if you
1: were listening yeah if you were listening, yeah,
0: you were listening
2: to what, what i was saying that, yeah
0: Anyways, it's all right.
1: um it's all I right. am I am now Calling also
0: drinking some Prairie Artisan Ale Punch and I, I drank the slushy before and they're goddamn delicious. What I found about sours too is I can drink a lot of them and not get completely fucked. I think You know why? It, mm. You know why? Because they're sour and I can't, can't, can't them fast. fast. Yeah.
2: yeah. So,
0: ah. so like yesterday yesterday's stream, I think I had nine beers throughout the night, but Yeah, but you streamed for like Twelve hours, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't start drinking until like
2: well, yeah. But even three still, p.m. I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> but you space it out. I I basically my limit is two drinks an hour. If I go over two drinks an hour, I'm gonna be you're slurring. You know, I'm gonna be start slurring a little bit. But but once you pass a certain threshold, like once you go past like for me, it's about six. If I get past six drinks. You're it doesn't matter you're... then it, even if it's two an hour, it's not filtering it as good after that fifth or sixth yeah. one, you know, but you got whiskey in there too, right? I haven't been drinking whiskey lately because really? uh yeah, because the medication I'm on you, you they don't advise you drinking mm. high alcohol cons so i i uh I don't drink i've been I've cut out the whiskey and I've just been gone back to uh to beer so. okay
3: mmm
1: do you guys have any sorts of alcohol, like whiskey or like vodka or um, tequila? Any of those bri- or varieties of alcohol that just completely change the way that you act? Like, yes, the, differently tequila. than other alcohol. Yep. Tequila, yeah, tequila. Oh, yeah. Tequila.
2: I, if, I, it turns me into what I can only refer to as <laughs> Alpha Jimmy. Yes. That, uh-huh. Only a few okay. <laughs> people have seen Alpha Jimmy, but it's out there. There's. Yeah. There's yeah. only been. Out
0: of the past, coming up on four years that we have, I've been dating. There's only been two times where we have gotten like so angry at each other, like a really, really bad. Well, I say a bad fight, but it was a drunk fight. So it was probably a fight that could have been avoided if we were sober. But shit just got multiplied by the alcohol, and it's been tequila both times Mm -hmm. that we've just gotten like so. You know you know the super stereotypical like drunk girl like that doesn't make sense. Christleia mm-hmm. Rest in Peace has a really f- f- hilarious skit about like how drunk girls talk and think and the shit that they say like doesn't make sense. That's what tequila does to weenie. Like through and through 100% um y- it's like you are talking with a child in an adult's body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm but they're also a child, and they're not making any sense, and they'll they'll grab shit from five years ago, like, remember that one fucking time you left the orange peel on the kitchen counter? Yeah, I bet you don't fucking remember that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, and I'm never gonna come back, but also, can we go out and get breakfast in the morning, the fucking orange peel? Just <laughs> completely belligerent. Um, And yeah, again, both times, tequila. So we still enjoy tequila very much, but not to that extent anymore. We really, like... I I guarantee if you were to ask Weenie right now, if she's ever seen me drunk or wasted, she would probably say no. Like, I just don't, I don't ever get to that level. I don't ever get,
2: but there's, usually I'm instigating you and there's fireball shots also, so it's not entirely your fault. Yeah, but it's always
0: funny because like, you're, you always, I never hear of you getting sick throughout the year, but then you come and party with us and it's like, you've
2: got sick all the time. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I just
0: I overdo it because I'm ha- I'm having a good time. So you know, right? And yeah, and you're I'm like, you're, uh, you're in another state. You don't got to fucking drive. You're hanging. I don't out have with the to homies. worry
2: about. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my wife and son. I do. But when you've been married a while and you had a kid a while, and when you're away from your family and you don't have to worry that your kid's sick in the middle of the night or you've got to make breakfast or whatever, when you don't have those responsibilities. Um, your I think your inhibitions are lowered a, a little bit, and for me, my inhibitions being lowered means I'll drink more. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing like yeah. your kid walking into you just puking on your own penis. Shitting That's your why out. I, I, I hold myself back when my kids are around because I don't want them to see me all messed up. You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. But when it's uh, when it's other adult friends like that, I'm close with, I'll be like, I don't give a shit. They can see my ass. I don't care. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: Well, um, let now we can kind of start jumping. in. No, we can't because I'm just going to go over what I've been playing as well. Um, Rocket League. I've gotten a little bit back into Rocket League lately. I've been oh playing more it. often. I know Jimmy hates it. Um, but I don't hate it. I don't hate
2: you playing Rocket League. I've you, just you never gotten it. into you Rocket League. It. Right, right, right. No, I got you. That's all. It's okay to hate Jimmy. It's I don't okay hate to Jimmy. hate me.
1: <laughs> no 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 it's, it's okay, okay for you hate... to hate rocket league oh, you hate rocket. because
2: uh, it sounded like you just said it's okay to hate jimmy yeah it's but, okay to hate comma jimmy that's fine too yeah okay. it depends comma. who you, uh, comma. yeah okay yeah all right good sorry uh rocket league go on it's all good here so right
0: <laughs> rocket league is leaving steam and is going over to the epic store also going free to play uh there's a brand oh. new season one and rocket pass that i will be buying when it comes out in a couple days Um, But I know most people don't care to watch me play Rocket League. However, I can stream Rocket League for eight hours straight and not even fucking (laughs) blink. Like, that is just a game. That right now and Rogue Company. I can just play unlimited amounts of time. The past couple Saturdays, I've had 10 plus hour streams. I just have so much fun and chat. I love you. But I don't give a shit about any of you when I'm playing those two games because I'm just having so much fun. I'm not thinking about numbers. I'm not thinking about raids or subs or, or chat interaction, how slow it's going. None of that matters when I'm playing those two
2: those two games And that's, dude, if you're having fun and it's like then then that's what you should be doing and right that's totally fine so'm I'm, I'm trying to sprinkle sprinkle a little of those
0: streams in there every once in a while yeah. but when I'm only streaming three or twice a week. Yeah. it's like it's fucking hard but anyways um so new rocket league seasons come out the game performs well it's gorgeous you know playing with vans of 42
2: my homies it's just we have endless amounts of fun and, and it's been fantastic yeah, and when you're playing with cool and i know vans of 42 are cool dudes so yeah, i'm sure you guys always have a blast
1: and that we I, do i also know vans in 42 and i i also think they're very cool just to put that do you in.
2: also i also yeah, know them yeah. as well and they're they're great dudes yeah. Now, I've oh, never really? met Vans okay. in real life, but I have met 42, and he is 100% solid Canadian steel. Ah, solid home I, I don't no, know right how there. solid Canadian steel is, but yeah. he oh, is pretty... as solid as it is. Okay. Jet yeah, fuel does not solid. melt Canadian steel
0: pieces. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, also been playing Road Company. We played that yesterday for about six hours, and we've had some great team composition playing that game and i would Mm -hmm. say that we're winning more games that we're losing
1: um what game mode what game mode? oh strikeout
0: yeah yeah yeah, i love strikeout. that's that's
1: the bread and butter i feel like rogue company there's so many more games that do the whole our bomb planting two sites three channel thing there's so many games that do it better that i think strikeout is like the game mode in rogue company that is like specifically what it it should be viewed like if there's a competitive side of rogue company it should be strike out. Yep. the other thing with with i don't know if you get this with rocket league but rogue company i feel it doesn't matter if i get like 50 fucking kills in a game i'm never satisfied and i need to play one more it's yes. like one of those games that you never feel like oh this that was an accomplishment let's like, uh, I'll call it on that one. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we just won that one. One more. Just one more. Just one more. When I've lost a lot of days to that.
0: When I'm playing Rocket League and Road Company, I don't stop playing until my friends bow out. Like, I'm yeah. very rarely, at least I think, the person that goes, all right, I'm all done. Like, I'm waiting for you to quit, for me to quit. And so I mm-hmm. definitely feel that way. Uh, obviously, been playing Roblox. Uh, I got weaning in Roblox. Now she's asking me to play it. She was playing while I was streaming yesterday. She won like six rounds in a row. Wow.
2: God mode. Uh, right. My C- son's pretty good at Roblox. I just want to tell you that the what game mode of Roblox? He plays like some like Arsenal. All of and... Oh yeah, that's, that's what we play. Yeah, he plays. He's pretty good. Was- I'm watching. I'm kind of impressed watching him. Like sometimes because he's playing with his buddies, and he'll have like his. He'll have his iPad next to him, and there's like five other little kids, four or five other little kids in a Zoom call, and he's there with his (laughs) iPad with these dudes in a Zoom call, and they're playing freaking Arsenal and Roblox, and he's got his headset on, and it's hilarious, man. Like, he's so, I don't know, this whole, it sucks for my kid right now, and I didn't mean to hijack this, but I know you get the same sort of feeling, just that. It warms my heart to see him being able to be social playing games because we mm-hmm. can't be social doing a lot of other stuff right now with COVID. So um, I, it makes me excited to see him like that. And I'm, I'm happy you've been having fun, too, man. That's that's uh, multiplayer gaming. I've never really done a lot of online multiplayer gaming. Very little. Um, so most of my stuff's been couch co-op stuff. Right
0: horizon zero dawn obviously uh i've also been playing fall guys i got my second crown uh, Ooh. uh last week Ooh. and then Winnie and I I. Probably-
1: tell about the first the first crown when we were playing <clears throat> after the last podcast two weeks ago we were yeah. all playing together as like a post-show thing because monday we all had off because it was mm-hmm. a labor day mm-hmm. um, we we're all pretty let's
0: play some fall guys yeah oh yeah that was great uh I actually don't was that a hexagon
1: that was the no, It was a hexagon and you were on the very bottom level and there was uh it was there was like six other guys above you and then all of a sudden they all started falling and then it was a 1v1 and the guy was like four layers above you and he tried diving down on top of you, he landed on the same hexagon that you were on, and then you jumped and <laughs> dove while you were in the air, and he fell through the ground and he Yeah. Like and it we was were, like they we were no both way. falling
0: and he yeah. happened to fall first. Uh, yep. and yeah, that, that was, Jimmy, unfortunately was up like getting a beer or something. Yeah, Bitch, I, was I, like, I
2: came back and oh was like, God! what the hell happened? You got
0: a crown? <laughs>
2: <Whatever>. <laughs> Good times.
0: Um, fun. and then lastly, <clears throat> we and I are currently playing through borderlands three and I would say that we are 15 hours into it and I don't want to, I don't want to sway anybody's expectations, but First part of the game was boring as fuck. Like, just so dry of any Mm -hmm. emotion or passion Mm -hmm. or story. Mm -hmm. And it's starting, like, that first area where you're driving everywhere, fuck that. Driving me insane. So I don't want to give too much away. It's starting to pick up a little bit. It's a Borderlands game. There's not too much that's different. The fact that Chris Hardwick is in the game just pisses me off even more, like, just hearing his voice. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but there are times where I'm like walking around a base and there are NPCs that are talking to each other and you're hearing it through the echo. There's so many times where I'm like, holy shit, shut the fuck up. You guys are, there's these NPCs that are talking back and forth for like minutes, minutes at a time. And I'm trying to like go through my inventory and, and sell shit and look at guns. And they're just talking. It's fucking Chris Hardwick just bumping his fucking gums (laughs) <laughs> There's so much fucking dialogue to the point where it's exhausting. And maybe I'm just easily annoyed when it comes to dialogue. Cause, like, in games, we're like, oh, cool, let me read every note that's in this bedroom. I'm like, ah, too much reading. Fuck it.
2: Too much talking. I don't give a I, shit. I tried to play that game with a buddy a few months ago. And I'm, I probably made it about, I probably dropped about ten hours into it, and it was the exact. I felt the exact same way you just did. Yeah, it's a game that's really more about the gameplay. It's basic improvements to the gameplay of Borderlands, but the story is <clears throat> compared to the previous ones, mm-hmm. which weren't necessarily the greatest stories of all time. But they were inter- entertaining, mm-hmm. and these, the ones in the new one, I just had did not find that entertaining. So I'm I'm 100 with you on that, and okay. I'm not hating on the on the franchise but i i was severely let down by Borderlands 3. I thought that was a game I was going to enjoy and i just really couldn't get into it. So i knew something was up when i didn't hear about the game after
0: it came out. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. it was like another battle royale dropping. Nobody was yeah. fucking talking about it at all. Mm-hmm. And i i know that like Twitch isn't everything that's happening in the world, right? Like what happens on Twitch isn't what happens in the rest of the world, but it's a little bit of an inkling of some sort of like it's like uh eh, well if it doesn't really do really well on Twitch or if i don't see people talking about it on Twitter there's probably a reason why um so i'm i'm going to continue to playing it we're having more fun now and Winnie and i both really enjoy playing Borderlands together so in that aspect it's great but as far as compared to the other games
1: kind of upsetting but they can't all be good it could so. be it could be an end game game like a uh, World of Warcraft like totally extremely boring for anyone to get into but you get to the end game you're like oh there's some cool like mini games and stuff you can do now sure but i wonder if uh it's like that because casey and i played the original or sorry borderlands 2 together i think that was like the first game we ever streamed together and uh we had a good time and then we moved so we didn't play anything for a while um and then we played borderlands again and we started from the beginning and we kind of felt the same way we were like okay we've already done this the story like borderlands without like the funny quirky moments is kind of just like oh Ah, it's, like, it's like Risk of Rain for me, IMO. It's like cool gameplay, but like, okay. I, I shot a couple of fucking uh, dog-looking things with weird spikes coming out of its back, and uh, I think I'm good. And I killed a few bandits and got better loot, and uh, I feel good now. Like, cool. I feel like All this right, is a
2: conversation gonna... that we could carry on for literally the entire rest of the podcast, because this makes me think of like the whole question of well what is it we look for in games when we play games. Yeah. You and I don't I mean? know the answer to that question anymore. <laughs> and and honestly, uh there's a lot of things I look for when I play a game and what makes what I would consider a game to be a good game or a bad game. Um and I think uh the problem is it's it's a very mediocre game. Yeah. It's not a mm. it's not a good game. It's not a bad game. It's just Okay It's like oatmeal, you know? You're eating oatmeal. It's oatmeal. No sugar, no cinnamon. It's just fucking oatmeal. You know, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll, it'll get its job. It'll do its job, but you're not going to really take a whole lot of satisfaction out of it. That's kind of where you're where just I
1: looking feel. for that scoop.
2: If you're yeah. using like the package of you're oatmeal, you're in, looking for you're, that you're scoop seeing, of sugar. You're getting yeah. closer to the bottom of the bowl. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah. the oatmeal's almost gone. you oh, am so almost done. Like, almost uh, done with this something. oatmeal. The amount of times I mean, that just, I've bought oatmeal and that it's just fucking rotted in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat, we used to eat a lot when I was a kid. I don't eat it anymore, but when I was a kid, that was like all the time we had oatmeal. There's just so, so many I, better options. Yeah. Well, it was an easy thing. Like, we had those little Quaker oatmeal packets mm-hmm, you just the add brown the brown hot the, water and, and yep, you mix yep. it in. Ugh. That was like an easy breakfast, you know? Yeah.
1: So Bill, this is probably a good uh segue into like Among Us, right? Because we're talking about games that Ugh. aren't really that interesting, right? Like not that interesting, but the people you play it with make it interesting. Right. And I I saw on um on Stream Hatchet uh statistics that um Among or Among Us grew six hundred percent in the past week and it reduced or uh what was it uh, fall guys reduced in viewership by over 60 percent in the same period of time wow what, w- yeah so fall guys was kind of killed by among us in a certain way on on twitch as far as uh, that's concerned um but but it, like exactly what i was saying earlier or to re-reference it it's not a good game it's not that interesting like you're doing little bullshit mini games over and over and over again it's not really that interesting what makes it interesting is like You playing with your friends and then the dynamic that your friends are lying to and you're trying to solve a puzzle, right? Or like solve a mystery. Um, But it it kind of like it begs to ask, like, Among Us has been beating out like League of Legends, Fortnite, all these games that are like AAA titles that, you know, millions of man hours have gone into to produce. It is simple better when it comes to designing games,
2: right?
0: I have a super jaded outlook on Among Us, Um, and I've admitted in the past, or admitted these past couple weeks, that Among Us has been ruined for me by Twitch, and I am somebody who has tried their hardest not to let Twitch influence what games I play and do not play, but more so not letting other like video game reviewers impact the decision that I make about a game. Um... I'm sure Among Us is very fun. And I know that there are millions, literally millions of people that are playing it and having fun. There there are two major issues that I have with Among Us. One, I can't stand screaming comms. Like when I'm watching a stream, if comms are nothing but people screaming over each other and yelling and, and I get... It's like immediate. And I don't know if it's just like the mm-hmm. mediocre audiophile that's deep inside me. That's like, oh, my God, I'm so heavily influenced by <laughs> the the inbound audio that I just have to get out of it. So, right. so that's one major thing. The second major thing is I know it's a game and that a lot of the banter that goes on that happens during that game is all for the game. And people shouldn't be like relationships shouldn't be ruined because of that my mind is there is such a high probability of creating a toxic environment playing that game. I would never Mm -hmm. want to be the person who was in a group that made somebody else feel shitty because of how that game went down, whether they thought somebody was being mean or, you know, somebody was like metagaming. Like I just don't want to be in that situation. And I'm okay sacrificing the experience of among us. It's just like, Mm-hmm. It's like the. Mm, I don't really want to say that. It's just like there's such a high probability of shit going wrong that I'm less likely to touch it. And the same reason why I've never implemented sound effects in my stream ever. Because sure, mm-hmm. when you're a smaller community, it's fine. But when things start to grow, sound effects do not scale. There's only so much time no. you're alive. There's Once only so. Once you get
2: much- past the twenty average, better get, better get rid of them. Yeah so that's, yeah. could I could I play it and have fun absolutely do I want to for at
0: risk of just like getting angry I just feel like that game has a high probability of shit going south and I just don't mm-hmm. one the game doesn't interest me at all so I'm just not going to play it just because everybody's having fun um, yeah. but I don't know that's kind of how I feel about it that, that, that doesn't answer your question but I wanted to give Jimmy a, a point to
1: what was your question again is simple better
2: when it comes to gaming. Sometimes it's one of the reasons why I've enjoyed retro so much lately because it's like I have it's there's something nice about playing a game where you only have a, so many buttons that do something. It mm-hmm. uh, simplifies things, it streamlines things and having done both, I mean i play played all time, I mean these are games many of these games that I've been playing lately are games I played when I was younger, but there is something to be said about these retro games have been playing because I'm getting just as much enjoyment out of playing these games as I would uh, like a modern game with a, it's just a different type of enjoyment yeah. you know Um but now with that being said I like platformers if you didn't like platformers you probably wouldn't like playing because n- most like three quarters of retro games are like platforming games you know there's a bunch of them out there Um so um simple can be better Um I May mean, Rocket League it, Ball yeah. into goal over and over mm-hmm. and over, yeah. and I yeah. fucking love it. There's yeah. something to be said about a, a game that has a mechanic that is so relatively simple that anyone can kind of pick it up and and go with it. And it's not going to work for everyone. Chat's talking about Minecraft. I'm the like I never got into Minecraft. I never. I don't understand Minecraft. Like I don't even. I've tried playing it. I did. Couldn't get it. And I was just like, okay. I'm. I'm not a Minecraft guy. And that's okay. Same. There's not going to be every big thing. Just like this thing. You're going to miss mm-hmm. the. You know, some things you may not get into. And I'm the same way. Like Among Us. I mean, I have no real desire. for For me, right? You get. You already know. Like, how often do I play multiplayer anything? Right. So. It's just, it's not really hadn't been on my radar. People on my team have been playing it. They even did a team thing that I could have played with them, but I was just like, I would have bought the game to play it one time and never played yeah. it again, probably, you know? Which is
0: why playing Fall Guys with you, especially, Bishop, you know I love you. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, but being able
0: to play a multiplayer game with you, because I know, like, we've been,
2: are we best friends?
0: Are, are we just friends? I would say are we're we? best friends.
2: I think you you hit a certain echelon once you pass a certain point. I think, honestly, I think the moment (laughs) we became best friends was when I puked in your yard and your dog ate the puke. That's fair. And Bishop, we became best friends when we got to hang out. (laughs) Bishop comes into frame. And share pizza and beer together (laughs) in Mm. Portland. Black That's
1: time. true. Yeah, yeah. Knackers so, and I are not best friends, though.
0: This is true. We haven't we haven't met in person yet. Yeah, you'll we, get, haven't, you'll yeah get there. we
1: haven't. Yeah, we haven't You'll get there. Yeah, one day. So well, one day, the yeah. best friend uh,
0: stamp comes when I get a crafted cocktail. That's like the seal of approval. Is when <laughs> the girlfriend <laughs> yeah. presents a craft. Co- it's like getting knighted, but with, with yeah. cock. <laughs> Tails. Yep. Tails. Uh, so I, I definitely to to answer your question, yes, I believe that in some cases. Simple is better. Uh, Another case in point is Fall Guys. I mean, it's so simple in the fact that all you do is run, jump, or grab. Those are your three mechanics. That is it. The rest of it is RNG.
2: If you're playing with a party and the fact that you can spectate and just hang out in Discord or whatever, it makes it a very enjoyable game to play with friends. Absolutely. I'm sure it's a fun game to play alone, I guess, but I, I see that this is, for me at least... I even had time today to do stuff and play some games by myself, but I knew I couldn't play Fall Guys with anyone else, so I, I ended up just not playing. Oh, you know? I was like, I, was like, nah, I don't want to play by myself. You know?
0: Well, yeah. hey, if we all get fucked up enough after tonight's show, <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: we'll. Play I don't ha- hey,
2: I don't have to work tomorrow. Just saying. The real question is, do you have a spare loaf of bread? <laughs> <laughs> That's no. True. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because for all of you people that are watching this live. Maybe ten percent in this in the audience are going to get the joke, but you guys are going to get the joke. Um, but this is what we like to call a visual gag. So sadly, I can't show you this. If if anyone wants to describe it uh, afterwards to the audio listeners, they're welcome to. But this is this is for you, knackers. I did actually have something in case I needed to stay up and, and play video games later. I needed some form of sustenance
1: and uh, oh my god is that a grilled cheese i can't tell it's all blown i'm out. surrounded in morons is i'm literally surrounded smoked gouda it's a block of cheese,
2: cheese. it's yeah. a block of cheese fuck my brother left Jimmy. this smoked gouda that he'd been cutting off of in the fridge when he stayed here this last week and i looked in the fridge and i was like oh shit there's some block of cheese in here. That's what I'm talking about. A block of are, you a, are you a block of cheese eater now? Are, are you a believer? Mm. No, I'm not a believer. It's just I, there's <laughs> no one else that's going to eat this cheese. So why do why should I bother cutting it? I can just take little bites out of it.
0: That's what I'm talking about. So are you <laughs> saying ever I have do that in cheese? my
2: house like a freaking caveman? My wife would shit on me, man. But if it's your cheese... It's like having a birthday That'd cake. That'd just be weird. Or, I mean, I would have to keep it separate from the regular fridge in a Ziploc yeah. bag, maybe. I'll put it in the beer fridge. No, in a different I'll, fridge. I'll put it a different in a little, little container and be like, here's my cheese. Here's my block of cheese. This it, uh, isn't going to start trending. I just thought in this one
1: instance, it would be entertaining. So. It, he supports you but he's not with you. He's not gonna stand with you, but he understands your your exactly. uh, okay. situation. You're exactly. either
0: you either eat cheese off the block or you don't. There is no in between. I don't mind eating it off the off the Thank block. Thank you. Does
1: Ship does it. Weenie ever touch your, your block of cheese that you chew off of? Like your tooth cheese?
0: Weenie the only time Weenie goes into the fridge is as if mm-hmm. there's something that she can grab and eat immediately. Like if there there's there, there's okay. no ingredient
2: touching ever. So me. Okay yeah the problem yeah is this cheese is like way too flavorful to eat that much at a time it is yeah, I just got is. flavor blasted right now actually well, I, I need to yeah. cleanse my palate with some more beer i'll I'll be right back there go go for He's it it's flavored out um
1: Weenie,
0: Weenie does not cook she doesn't as far the fridge is my domain like as far mm-hmm. as where things are organized the layout what things are edible and what are not mm-hmm.
1: it, it, it's all me what well, which is good. how long does a how, how long does a block of cheese last you? A month, easy cheese. Cheese so lasts a while, right? Imagine someone having leftover food in the fridge for a month that you're sharing the fridge with, and they're eating it slowly over a month. Uh, that's the weird part. I think that that I think I've just conceptualized why this is weird. You don't. Have, it's not because you're biting the cheese, right? Because if I was living by myself and I had my own fridge. I wouldn't worry about, like, making myself a plate or doing anything cleanly at all. Right. I would just be, uh, I, like, I would pull out a, and maybe break it off. Maybe I'd bite it. But, like, a month of mouth fungus on your old milk rot. But
0: it's new mouth fungus each time. It's not like my first bite's fungus is still on the cheese by month end because I'm I'm taking a bite every right. time.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. So you're refreshing every bite that you take. You're refreshing the timer yes. for your mouth fungus to touch the cheese. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. And so you, how often do you bite the cheese? It's it's only when I feel like it. I mean, it's not like an everyday thing. But, uh, but like time, but like time wise, do you do it like daily? Is it something no, that you do like I would once say a week?
0: Every there would be like every couple days where I'm scanning the fridge for okay. something. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna like yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna take a pickle so like, and take yeah. a big chunk of cheese.
1: So like leftover timer, it'd be like if you had a really long French fry and you're just taking the you're biting the tip off, the rest of the French fry would remain untouched, right? And you're just biting off two day old uh mouth but cheese. Here's the thing French fries don't last weeks at a time, right? right. Like
0: a French fry is good for four hours maybe so like if you could make a different comparison to a different type of food
1: what what about what about if you had a a water bottle in the fridge and you took one sip of it every two days for a month what do you think that water bottle would look like water bottles
0: are are bad for for long periods of time having water stored in them so i would would have to negate that sir
1: that'd be like cholera waiting to happen exactly exactly (laughs) You,
0: you don't want fucking meningitis in 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 your water yeah True.
1: Um, I guess I guess you're already eating a block of like moldy milk.
0: So. Right. It's all it's already rotten.
1: So you know what's yeah, yeah, what's yeah. a little bit what's a little bit more fungus, you know? That's true. That's true. Okay, I see. I, I like the I I was thinking like you're accumulating a month of knacker mouth on your cheese, <laughs> but that's not what's happening. You're refreshing that it's like a ram, it's RAM. Correct. Right? It's RAM on your cheese. You're refreshing your mouth uh uh interaction Every time that you take a bite because you're biting off the previous interaction that your mouth had with the cheese.
0: It's it's like a, a dry-aged steak. The dry-age happens mm. around the outside and then, then is shaved off to get to the goodness on, on the inside.
1: Okay. I, I know this is weird. I,
0: I'm never going to get anybody to understand why I have a block of cheese in my fridge that I just take a bite of every once in a while. Um, well,
1: I think the weird part isn't necessarily that you have the block of cheese in your fridge I think that the weird part comes down to you going to the store to replenish your supply of a block of cheese instead of just getting something else, right? Like okay, you get that's to the end the of your month and the cheese is gone, right? Your cheese is gone. And you look at Weenie and you're like, babe, I, I really need to go to, uh, to the store right now to get a new block of cheese. I think that's the weird thing. You don't replace, you don't replace your thing that you bite out of. Like you don't get like... Uh, say you go from cheese to maybe like a b- bag of chips for the next month. You you repl- You have like an ongoing supply of this block of cheese that you eat from.
0: Yes and no. Because when I'm going to the grocery store, I'm buying three to four cheeses at a time. Sharp cheddar, mm. white cheddar, Dubliner, mm. uh, uh, Parmesan, um, uh, Pecorino Romano. So most of the time I get those cheeses. And mm. so let's say you get one of the big sharp cheddar blocks I'm breaking that in half. I'm shredding for one (laughs) container. And then I have the block for nom noms. Right. So there's a lot of times where I'm just like going into the fridge, grabbing one of my plastic containers that has shredded cheese.
1: And that's just that happens all the time. Yeah, Yeah. that's a normal that's a normal action. All
0: right. Now that Jimmy's back, tell him how awesome I am with my cheese eating. I'm going to pee and then we'll get back to some talking points.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There he goes. Still, he's wait. Hold, 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 hold. I think we need to get him some help. The cheese is just great. <laughs> the uh, the cheese situation, man. He goes to a store to replenish his block of cheese. It's like, he, I don't know. He, he think the yeah, only he time I eat
2: out of a block of cheese, if it's cheese that it's like almost out, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, yeah, finished. Yeah. Like, yeah. if there's a little bit left of a block of cheddar, I'll, I'll. Finish it off. You know what I mean?
1: So so hey, let me put this into context. Imagine you. You're like, hey, this is a good block of cheese. I just mm-hmm. had an extra block of cheese. No one else is going to eat this. I'm going to eat this by hand. Imagine after you're finished with that. You're like, maybe I go to the store and get myself more. An, another block of cheese. Yeah. To chew on. You know, like. It's th- just too that's much work, part. man. Like. I know. It's just know. too
2: much work. You got to. Eat chips, man. Just. I don't know. Or learn how to use a cheese cutter. Yeah. That that would Shit. probably be my suggestion.
1: What uh, what games from N sixty four? while well, Knackers is gone. What games do you remember that you would go back and play? Because I, I think that they're on the cusp. I think they're all like nineteen year old. You're nineteen mm-hmm. years old now, so they're on the cusp of being retro. So in the event that uh, dude, N64, they're more than they're N sixty four is definitely retro. Is it is it now? Because I came
2: out I in ninety six. It did. Oh, so that is to over twenty. The game because I know came Banjo out around Chewy, like ninety nine or two thousand.
1: I was playing in the one. I was playing or streaming banjo in the retro category, Banjo Tui. Yeah. And someone came in and was like, Hey, the game has to be twenty years old. And then I looked at the date and it was like nineteen years, six months. And I was like, Okay, dude.
2: Dude, okay There's no real there's not even a hard (laughs) rule that it has to be twenty years old. So that's that's my general rule that I use, but that was just someone being a dick. Um
1: yeah, I think he was mad. He's malding
2: Yeah. I would say the ones that I remember that I really enjoyed uh Blast Core, uh which was a rare mm-hmm. game. Uh was a really good one. Blast Core. Blast Core was good. Um Did gosh. you ever play Mission Impossible? I know. I never played that for No,
1: okay. Perfect Dark was good. That was a fun mm-hmm. shooter. Uh, I wasn't was allowed to getting fun that game. One. It was too violent. My parents didn't
2: let me. Yeah, you didn't get to play Perfect Dark. Um trying to think of course zelda 64 uh, ocarina of time was a really good game mm-hmm. uh some people would say uh majora's mask i couldn't really get into that because of the time mechanic and everything but you know everybody knows about goldeneye you probably played that one
1: yeah yeah um, my brother and i used to do the paintball mode and just oh shoot, yeah uh you know that i think it's the first level where you drop into the bathroom uh from above and you kill the guy Mm-hmm. And my brother and I would just go and um I think in like the you come down a set of stairs and there's a door you can open and there's a scientist in there and we'd mm-hmm. do paintball mode and just shoot him in the penis over and over and over again <laughs> and that was uh, it sounds wholesome that, a good time. that sounds like a good yeah time. it was very wholesome yeah it was yeah, trauma bonding I didn't moment even know it. <laughs> just blowing some junk dude you just gotta blow it off you know I'm what I mean i
2: think conquer's bad fur day was pretty fun um yeah. that one I would recommend. Um, What else? You know, the, and then the classics like Cruising World, which you played in Mm -hmm. the arcade, or, or, um, there was, I want to say, there's a few RPGs that are decent on 64. I think think there was like a Ogre, Ogre Tactics or something like that, or, I don't know. I didn't really play any RPGs on, on 64. Um, I played them more on PlayStation when I played RPGs. So
1: I was pretty surprised, um, how many games were on N64 that I had never even ever seen? Like, you, yeah. you know, I think nowadays it's a little different when we have Steam and shit. We could see every single game that's released. Right. And we can see what right. our friends are playing. But in the region that I lived in, there was only like so many different types of games. And like uh, the amount of uh, N64 ROMs that actually existed, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. It makes me want to go back and play uh, a few of the things that I missed out on.
2: Cheese but. man's back. Yeah. You ready to uh, yeah, there is.
1: do some talking points?
0: Absolutely. Yes. Um so we kind of got onto Among Us a little bit and I think for the most part like I'm glad that there's a game like that that is able to take over. It's super no. <laughs> it's super awesome to see a game so simple and especially come from an indie company to to just absolutely dominate and I'm glad that everybody's having fun with it. Um simple is definitely better in a lot of instances. I think Twitch and game evolution as a whole has spoiled us. I think we're always looking mm-hmm. to be wowed. I think we're always looking to just be like, oh, we need to have the next best thing. It, it needs to be these graphics. It needs to have this game mode, and it needs to be able to do this for me. And then I think most of the time we're uh, we're kind of let down. And yeah. you, we yeah, yeah. know that these developers are fucking grinding to try and, and put out a game that will last a week on twitch like i can't even i can't even imagine what it's like to to work for a development company and to develop this game for hundreds and thousands of hours and then for it to hit twitch and like three of the top twitch guys to be like this game's shit and then everybody to just write it off and then it's, they
1: play a it's, mobile it's, game afterwards <laughs> right
0: that's just gone raid shadow Legends yeah. coming in real Studio. hot <laughs> yeah uh so i'm glad I'm, I'm glad that the, and Fall Guys, you know, Fall Guys as well. I don't think Devolver is necessarily an indie developer company. I think within the past couple of years, they've definitely mustered their way into the into mainstream. Mm. So, um, so, yeah. But, yeah, uh, as far as the, uh, the next topic that you have, Bishop, with um, Netflix and, and fear mongering, mm-hmm. do you want to go into that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Um, so I'll just kind of preface this with um, so a new show on Netflix called The Social Dime- Dilemma. Um, Casey and I watched it. It was recommended to us. We were like, oh, OK, we'll check it out. <clears throat> and the, it was kind of in uh, the first two parts. We turned it off after a little while. But the first two parts were, first of all, um, just like how much tech companies own your information and then the product that is you when you sign up to any platform and then how they use that data to target you for marketing. Um, it, 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 to sell products, right? So, creating a profile around you and then selling a product specific to you. Um, and then the second part of it was more related to like this the dilemma that is like the way people act, the outrage culture around like people freaking out about things that aren't necessarily that large or that don't really have the statistics to back them, but because they're right there in the moment, uh, you know people people hyper focus on them because it's related to um, what they're seeing, you know, and what's being reflected back at them. And um, regardless of the show, um, it, the show was interesting. It, it, like it had some pretty straightforward points. I think we all know to a certain extent that like social platforms are using our information. like the, they're using it in sometimes ways that uh, are unethical. I think that many people are aware of these things. Um, and there's facts surrounding these things. and ultimately, the development of a lot of these uh, pieces of software, well, it, whether it be like Facebook's ad algorithm that, um, collects information about you and then presents you uh, ads specific to what you're searching. So if you, you know, okay. if, you, if you search for you know kayaking or you join a kayaking group, now Facebook's going to feed you ads for kayaking related um, uh, products, right? So while watching the show, uh, Casey and I were both sitting there. Obviously, we're informed on technology and the world surrounding us probably more than the average person um but what was really bothering us while we were watching this was just like the the dramatization and like over exaggeration of like the how scary the technology takeover is and how like oh your profile they're like they're they're cloning you and making you out to be like uh this person with all these desires they know when you want to have sex they know when you want to when you're hungry and when you're searching for food and they, they know the next thing that you're going to do and they're going to turn you into a dr- like There's so much fear mongering surrounding technology. And I was, I guess my question that's leading to this is uh, obviously for you, Knackers and Jimmy, is it something that's annoying to you when you understand these things to a certain extent? And then the way that they're being portrayed, uh, you know, through documentaries and through popular culture, I'll say, um, they try to spin it in a way where it's like this really scary thing. It's kind of like ai comes out like artificial intelligence and they're like oh my god ai is going to take over and it's going to take over the world and then you're going to be out of a job and in reality all of that it is is like it learns uh what you want to type in a search box so it can predict what you're going to search so you don't have to type the whole thing right um so yeah that's that's we saw it casey and i were both like oh my fucking god we also don't really realize how much people don't know like the average person i don't know how much they know about this stuff um, but to me, it's just like, OK, this is a pretty straightforward presentation that could be made. Um, and I feel like a lot of people take it out of context and make it extreme and make it dramatic um, for the purpose of gaining their garnishing their attention for that short, short moment of time. Uh, so then they actually care about it, because if they just presented a, it as it is, people wouldn't give a shit and they just move on to the to the next thing on their feed. So thoughts.
0: I think what needs to happen is somebody needs to come out with a documentary about how the data mining—and I say that loosely—but how like predictive search has maybe helped people. Because you are right, there is this massive movement that is all about like technology is a devil. All of the data that everybody is collecting is going to end up taking over the world. You know, I would I would wonder how many times that some sort of spyware or you know when when they're collecting data on your search like how that's actually helped somebody sometimes right because you think about Mm -hmm. like okay well if 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 there's no keyword keyword logging or there's no like algorithm that's kind of detecting what you're searching how you're searching in the area that you're searching how shitty would google searching be if there was no curation whatsoever, no algorithms. My guess is that it would be extremely shitty. Like, if you just wanted to search, like, vacuum repair shops in my area, you're probably going to get a middle-aged stream. This suck. Yeah.
1: And it's like <laughs> a commercial. Master, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's, it's definitely a problem because there are still people, like, clients that we have at work where you say, you know, well, it's probably a good idea, you know, for you to to get some of your data in the cloud and they go, oh, oh, the cloud? No, 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 no. I don't fuck with There's the cloud, cloud whatsoever. Like, I want my data on my servers at my office. I don't want it going anywhere else. And it's like, okay, but all of your competitors are going to the cloud. And you are going to be fucking out of business if you do not move. And I think that's a, a huge turning point for a lot of business owners is they realize I can't keep up. I don't wish to keep up. Therefore, I just need to throw in the towel and and the business is going to go
2: elsewhere. So absolutely, I think it's a huge issue. I just ordered 20-piece chicken nuggets and a french fry on my phone. So, Are you gonna get any? My man sponsors <laughs> a podcast and then checks it out for ten minutes while he orders <laughs> I got you guys started talking when you when as soon as he said they know when you're hungry. I was like, man, uh, man, I'm hungry. I'm kind of hungry right now, and I look at the clock it and it's like nine twenty one. I'm like, I can still order McDonald's to my house with, what did uh, it cost with like Grubhub, twenty five dollars. Uh, It'll be it'll it'll but I have like a coupon right now, so I have basically like free delivery. So Uh, a what a coupon? 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 Bishop, Bishop say
0: coupon. Coupon. A coupon. Coupon or coupon.
2: Coupon. Coupon. It's coupon. coupon. It's definitely coupon. Whatever. There is okay. there's no UE coupon. In that there's
1: no Q. There's no fucking. Well, Q I used in the my coupon background. so that it
2: didn't cost me an arm and a leg to order McDonald's some just chicken nuggets. Arm. Yeah, just an arm. Just Fair thing. enough. So, anyway, your thoughts on the topic. <laughs> I honestly I, I think you're right. I think the truth is a lot of people like to blow things out of proportion, sensationalize things. The reality of the situation is since the internet existed and when cookies even started there's been data trackage by all types of companies so Mm -hmm. the moment that you have to go to a website that uses cookies they can use that to track you across other browsing patterns in history and it's been going on forever so uh, you just got to be smart um i think if you're I think I think that it's just a whole bunch of, it's it's Netflix. It's a show. It's uh, they're trying to yeah, yeah, sensationalize yeah. shit. That's the idea. So but you know, there's not a lot of in, there's a lot of people who take shit that they see like that at face value and you know, but um but you're right. That is uh, annoying that they're sensationalized something that's really it's kind of been around and what what what's <laughs> the alternative at this point? Right. Can you give me a how do we change this and what are we going to do cuz
1: i don't want my search to be specific to me i want to just see i don't want them to know who i am cuz they're going to come in the aliens and the the fbi is watching me
2: yeah <laughs> they're going to come in Not- the aliens <laughs> the reality I've, I've is seen- until the government comes ho- down harder on these companies that do this yeah yeah there's nothing that we can do about it um right. uh, if they are allowing them to buy and sell and trade data uh because they spend millions of dollars on the campaigns of different politicians that allow them to do these sort of things. And I mean, you're it's like the rabbit hole goes pretty deep on this. Very. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's 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 more than just the surface of they're collecting
1: data. And, you know, so. yeah, I think there is go ahead. I, I was gonna say I think that Knackers is right here. I think that people in most cases, whenever they want to fear something, or ever whenever someone's fear mongering or over sensationalizing, or just trying to over exaggerate any of these things, they tend to. I, I I could go to any sort any conspiracy theorist and that that cares about this kind of thing that thinks that they're being tracked. I, I mean I've seen a bunch of TikToks that are related to like uh active surveillance and people legitimately think that they're being followed by people and they film them and think that those are people that are tracking them and meanwhile it's like some old guy but I, I could almost guarantee you that if I sat down with a, a conspiracy theorist or someone that uh is really passionate about these kind of things I guarantee you they could tell me 10 bad things that uh social media like just ad ads tracking uh data tracking any of those sort of things they could tell you 10 bad things or 10 uh Uh, extreme results of it but they probably couldn't tell you one thing that it it has a positive uh, take or one thing that has uh, uh, positive repercussions on their life like they they don't realize that there's they probably benefit from those things quite more often than they know and they're hyper focused on like the one bad uh, outcome of those things and sure I think it's good to like identify what the negatives are so you can prevent like Uh, Skynet from happening. Right. Right. But I think that people also need to realize that um, I mean, there is a risk of things happening where, you know, people can hijack uh, certain social channels on Facebook and then push ads to people where they're only seeing they're only rebounding information that they care about. A good example of this is when all the BLM stuff was happening in uh, in Portland, where I live. Obviously, it was a big uh, talking point. But if you went into a a VPN and you change your location to anywhere else in the United States, it wasn't really that big of a topic, right? So you're getting a reflection of all of the information that you're seeing and it's making you, uh, it makes you feel like there's a lot more that's happening, but you're ultimately reflect. You, the, the platform is designed to reflect what you want back to you. So you're making decisions based on that. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right to go back to my point. I think you're right that people are over over sensationalizing the negatives and they don't really realize how, those programs why those programs programs were developed to help you right and the benefits that come out of those things Mm -hmm. so it Mm -hmm. it just kind of pisses me off but uh knackers i don't know if if you had another point but i would like to know if you have like any suggestions because i know you're into tech and into locking down your passwords uh and you know writing your passwords down on a piece of paper uh that sort of thing um what would you say to people to help them educate themselves on uh if they were like hyper worried about you know data being tracked on them
0: so i definitely want to state my stance i I don't think that we should all just give up our personal information for the sake of having a better life experience like i'm Mm -hmm. sure if you were to go up to two people and say hey when you pull up to your driveway would you like the garage door to open your alarm to disarm your bedroom lights to come on and the, the, I don't know, music to start playing in the kitchen, or would you like to have to get out of your car, open up your garage door manually, go in, turn on all of the lights. You know, if you, if you were to give people like not necessarily quality of life choices, convenience of life, there, there's a lot of smart home shit that makes your life better. Like being able to say, Hey, Hey, Uh, smartphone or smart home thing turn on these lights play this music blah 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 but I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying hey we should all just give up our personal information because it makes things easier in life like there's people that have lived millennia before us that have existed without all of these things Um, but what I will say is that there are certain things that are being made out to be malicious that that aren't um, there's are some things that you're never going to be able to get away from. browser tracking with with keywords, what you search, where you search, like those things you're never going to be able to get away with because if you want to search vacuum stores in my area, your browser has to know where you exist. And if you don't want that if you don't want to have to re-enter in the same information over and over and over again, your browser caches a lot of that information, so it can give it to you more accurately and more uh, speedily, quickly. You know, readily, readily. There we go. So there is only going to be today here in 2020. There is only going to be so much that you can do to like maintain your privacy. Your so let's just go off of like the things that everybody has. Social media. You cannot have social media. You can't not have an email here in 2020. Every single human has an email unless you live in a country where it is not required. If you're in the United States and you're somebody who has a job, you're most likely 99% going to have an email. Um, Cell phone. I I would say 9.9% of people in the United States out of 10 have a cell phone. And not necessarily because it's a requirement. Why would you say
2: 9.9% out of 10? I like chopping people into pieces. What can I say? (laughs) It just... Why wouldn't
0: you just say
1: a
2: 99 out of 100? That's I same. like imagining people in pieces. Would you Would you like to say it again? <laughs>
1: Nine that's pieces out of disturbing. 10, Jimmy. Disturbing. God. 9.9 99%. pieces, brother.
2: Uh, disturbing. So
1: as
0: far as what you can do to maintain your privacy, uh, there's a lot, but... Not a lot that's not going to completely curb the rest of your life. Like you sure you cannot have an email, you cannot have internet, you cannot have social media, you cannot have a cell phone. But those are things that are just like have, not having a cell phone now is like not having a house phone in 1990. Like you are just cutting yourself off from the world. And and sure your privacy will survive. But your convenience and quality of life is going to seriously take a massive, massive hit. There's just certain requirements. I mean, it's the same reason why parents feel like their kids need to have a cell phone. Because, like, no, I, I need to be able to get in contact. I need to know it, where you are.
1: It's like the difference between going to a restaurant and getting food really quickly or going out into the forest and hunting a deer for seven hours yes. and hoping that you catch something. Yes, yeah. You're putting yourself not... you you're not putting yourself at a disadvantage but you're competing with people that are light years ahead of you in in, in the advantage right like if if uh if i'm a youtuber and, and nackers is a youtuber and we're doing stuff on tech and i order something on amazon and i can get it there in a 2 days and then nackers is like oh hey i'm going to drive to best buy or, or I'm going to order. I don't even know. actually know how you would fucking order something if you didn't do it on the Internet. <laughs> like you, could you, call, in? you call it in. You call Sears, maybe <laughs> Sears. <laughs> yeah. You drive to a store, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. But it, it's I guess with that being said, like what what are some things that you do? or Like how can you conceptualize like uh, the agreements that you're making with the companies like what cuz no one's going to sit there and read it i hear the the argument a lot that is um oh well it's in the end user agreement well that's all written in the end user agreement no one reads end user agreements and it's like there's they're not trying to do things that are malicious but how can you understand ha- what they are doing so you are smart enough to not allow them to like take advantage of your information if that makes sense
0: yeah and there just gets to a point where we've progressed So far that going in the opposite direction is only going to make your life, you know, a living hell. So I, I don't think I can recommend, you know, if you don't want your information taken, you have to not have internet, not have a cell phone, not have any social media. That's just the end of it. If you have a cell phone, you're getting tracked by your provider, whether it's calls, text messages, internet bandwidth usage, location, that that's all out the window. Social media, if you have a Facebook, if you have an Instagram, if you have a Twitter, your location is being tracked, who you interact with is is being tracked. Um, it might – the content in which is being served, like if you call somebody, whether or not your phone call is being recorded,
3: mm, kind of the there
0: at this point.
3: Probably yeah. is.
0: Uh, so there are things that you can do to protect yourself from – malicious intrusions you know hackers and people that are after that but i don't know if that's the same question that that you're asking
1: yeah yeah i think i think you're it we could do an entire six episode uh podcast on the subject and like things that you could do it just i think you boil it down to the most simple thing literally just stay off of the internet because there's so many other options i i honestly think that people instead of getting um i guess my answer to that would be instead of fearing or freaking out whenever there's a, a new Twitter post about you know Facebook stealing your information and creating a profile about you or a, a you know a, a TV show on, on Netflix that tells you that you know the world is stealing your information and you're just a pawn to, to buy products I think if you understand the technology like just look into the companies that are doing these sort of things and not just like uh, freak out when you hear about them you um, and understand what, why they're building the technology, why it's important. Um, it makes it less of a burden for you uh, when you, you know, like you're expecting the result instead of it. You just being blindsided and then being. Uh, persuaded into thinking a certain way because that was my biggest problem with the netflix show is literally it's like dramatic music and like oh my god this is the worst thing ever this is the biggest breach of uh, information in human history this is like the worst thing many in like they're cutting between different speakers like many people don't know this is happening to them and it's kind of like uh it's like going on to like a uh like some news journal bullshit website, and it's like, this is the thing that doctors don't want you to know about. It's it's not that extreme. Like, we've known about green tea for decades, for hundreds of years, right? Like, uh, this this unknown thing will make you lose a thousand pounds, and all it is is a sugar pill with green tea extract inside. It's like, it's not really that crazy.
0: Um, I have a little bit of a a controversial take on this as well, and this might be ignorant of me. I feel that most people are super protective of their their metadata Mm -hmm. when it really has no impact on their life. I kind of feel like people with their metadata is like the kid who sees their sibling with the toy. It's like they didn't want the toy in the first place, but once they found out that somebody else had the toy, it was like, oh, it's this big thing. If we were to take... All of the personal information that people were collecting, like our age, our race, where we shop, how much of that actually makes it full circle and has a direct impact on your life? Mm-hmm. Probably not a lot of it. I'm, I'm I'm not trying to say that we should all just give up all of our information whatsoever. But I, I do feel like most people, without understanding what data is actually being taken and sold, it... I'm, yeah. I'm treading lightly. Yeah. I'm treading lightly on that. No, I, I,
1: yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think that the people that are most extreme surrounding these things, like if uh, are people that your data really is n- insignificant, right? That's another piece of it. I know that that wasn't what you were making out, but like I'll, I'll take the burden of that one. <laughs> and people that people that are most uh, passionate about this kind of shit like no one really gives a fuck that your fetish is is uh holes in a fucking uh, massage table right like that information (laughs) is irrelevant you're uh you you work at fucking sears right like that information is completely irrelevant right and maybe if you run for office in 10 years from now i know that the world is getting crazy where like shit's pulled up uh from your past constantly and and that's the scary part of it um or a big scary part of it but like in reality the information that's collected on you is really not that detrimental and it's not like uh one big thing in the show that they were trying to illustrate is like they know what you're going to do next they know what actions you're going to take next and it's like yeah on the platform but it with every single ai the thing that people need to understand and and there's always these stories about like oh uh ais are defeating players at video games there's like (laughs) they found a new best way to defeat players and it's like with any sort of ai it is predicted by the uh by the programmer what the outcome is going to be and the ai finds the best way to get to that outcome the outcome is predetermined but what people illustrate in the like what they put out there in the world is that ai is just like learning and they they're they're defining what makes them successful but that's not how ai works and people freak out and they're like oh well if ai finds the most uh you know uh straightforward line to to get to to their result uh, it's going to put me out of a job and it's like well in most cases, that's a predetermined notion by a person. An mm-hmm. AI can't exceed how smart individuals are if they're programmed by individuals.
0: Exactly. And how many jobs has technology given as opposed to how many? It's like, okay, your favorite cashier was replaced by an automatic belt at Meijer.
1: We're all, we're um, all, we're all Twitch streamers now. Yeah, let's go. This is the new, this is the new way.
0: Um, all right, so... As a final topic, because this is something that I really wanted to touch on and to get your guys' opinion on, we had the mid-roll ad apocalypse that happened here on Twitch.tv. And for those any unaware, right now, or I, I guess not anymore because Twitch pulled it, there was something that Twitch was testing called a mid-roll ad to where out of your control, Twitch would force an advertisement in the middle of your stream. So it, at any time... Twitch could just say, all right, this channel is running an ad now. Your Twitch stream would go to the corner, picture in picture, and then the ad would pop up and play. The stream would be muted, and the ad would have sound. I've seen some people say that they have had five, six, seven, eight advertisements in a row. And I've had this happen to me, too. There's been times where I've been watching Shroud or Dr. Disrespect. Only It's only happened to big streamers literally watched five or six ads back to back. And these are 30-second ads. These are not yeah. the five, 10-second skippable ads that you see on YouTube. And I'm like, holy shit, these are back to back. This is insane. So I did any of you get mid-roll ads in your viewing experience in the past week or so?
2: But I did not go to any channels that I wasn't already a subscriber to. So and that's, that's something that I always forget about. I I ninety nine, well, not ninety nine. Ninety percent of the time I watch Twitch, it's it's usually to a channel I'm already subscribed to, um. So I generally don't see a lot of ads, but I saw some media about it, and I saw some recordings of like live streams of when it happened. Uh, that was going around, and it was shitty. Like there was this one guy that was uh, this one streamer. I think where I really noticed it was. He was watching like the I think it was the Sony presentation. Like the Sony gave that presentation last week for the PS5 reveal and like gameplay, right? Um and as they were just getting into like the Demon Souls or I don't know what it was. It was something it was some big reveal. I Maybe mean, it was Miles Morales or something. All of a sudden the stream that he was watching mm. and pulling, like the thing like went small in the corner and they were running one of those just an advertisement for like the fucking uh, Travis King, Travis Scott burger for Burger King or whatever <laughs> that shit was. And you know, I was like, oh, man. And and the streamer, it was hilarious because he was like, is this, am I? It was kind of like one of those moments like, am I getting punked right now? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what a terrible decision to to roll ads on a fucking ad on the Sony channel while they're doing their advertising. I mean, it's just dumb. Like, it's yeah. just. They got to figure out a better way to do it. I it didn't Brought really affect me. It didn't affect me, but they they got to come up because obviously we know that they, they want to pull in more revenue from advertisements, and I I get that. But they as a response, I don't know if you were going with this. Uh, what what Twitch has done? Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, they they basically for streamers they put out this new thing in your toolbar now. That's like ad management, but only certain partners have access to it right now. No one else does. So we don't really know what ad management looks like, um, but there's a new in the in the little bar on the the dashboard, the streamer dashboard. There's a thing in there where you, I, I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm probably what I'm just gonna do is, I don't, I, I really don't know when it, ads. I don't know what's worse, having a mid-roll ad or having a pre-roll ad. I don't, I don't know what the solution is. Honestly, um, I really don't. Uh, so I don't know what to say except ads are, are not going away. Um, and I know that there's ways you can avoid them on PC, especially with, uh, u block or well, different ad blockers, but eventually uh, there's going to be a reckoning when it comes to ads and twitch.tv. And mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing they're trying to maybe get more people to buy Twitch turbo, which, I don't know the fact that they took that. I still am salty about them taking away, yeah, ad free viewing with Twitch Prime. You know, I. But agree. I think what the really re- the reality of the situation is is like everyone and their mom has fucking, well, Twitch Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, yeah. everyone and their mom has Amazon yeah. Prime. So, you know, I
0: think I think, yeah. I think yeah. once that came out, they were like, oh, if we include these Twitch perks, more people will sign up with Amazon Prime. I think what they learned was that all of the people just already had prime and then they were just getting that ad viewing ad free viewing experience for free and like yeah oh, not many people are actually signing up for Amazon prime anymore well what if we change it to prime gaming all nah. right
1: what we should do every time that we after we're done presenting a topic is that you should run an ad on this channel so that anyone that is watching has to watch an ad and then they get back and we're we're presenting the next topic right that'd be that'd be perfect to but
0: like i take a break from the content to allow for the ad
1: no 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 we talk while no one's watching and then they're just hearing topics they're not actually hearing us talk about the topics and okay. then they're like fuck twitch and then we start uh what is it be our uh brime yeah we're gonna brime? go to brime brime yeah brime. there we we're go going didn't that just brime, like maybe? disappear <laughs> no is that uh, still going is yeah that, brime, is that uh, still going after uh, Doc got banned, they were uh, they they got a bunch of PR, obviously because people thought that him, yeah, Trout, I, I and, was uh, following
2: it for a little while until I realized that it was probably just some people scamming. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that, obviously, they I think they're launching their platform at some point. I have to go and double check, but I think that they were uh, they're letting in affiliates or something like that. But uh, Interesting. I I have uh, Twitch Turbo, and I've been paying for it for maybe like three, four, or five months. And honestly, like I haven't seen an ad in a really long time. So for me, like the ten bucks a month, it's worth it because I watch a lot of channels. Sometimes I watch some of the bigger the guys. Sometimes I just watch whoever. Like, and it's I way cheaper
2: to, to buy that than to buy a sub for every channel you want to watch. 100 uh, percent, right, I mean? right, right. So, so I it think makes for, sense if you're a user like yourself, you know.
1: Right. I think for most people, what what will end up happening uh if if they were gonna ru- keep running the ads I, at first when they presented it i didn't know that it was a test but i know that afterwards they're like hey we're finished conducting our test after everyone was shitting on them they're like oh yeah <laughs> don't worry just tested here guys don't worry it wasn't a real thing that we spent five thousand hours of manpower and spent Yo, millions of dollars how like- <laughs>
2: fucked up is twitch been lately dude between that and then the Dude, they Hispanic uh. like Appreciation Month gaff with the emotes. Oh my god! Yeah,
1: yeah, like
2: that came out. Did you see? Like they sent that that tweet out like a week or so ago. Uh, it was maybe it was it was, yep. a week or two ago. And they're like, oh, dude, celebrate Hispanic Appreciation Month. We have these emotes, and it was like a the fucking sombrero, like some maracas. Oh, and I was god. like, oh my god, dude, so this is so tone deaf. You know.
1: Yeah, I think I think that uh, Twitch. I did a I did a tweet poll or a Twitter poll. Um, this is showing how out of touch I am. Calling it a tweet poll. Tweet so like poll. I, I I did a Twitter poll uh, a few months ago, and I and I said how or I asked something like, do you think that if or do you think Twitter or, uh, Twitch's Twitter represents their user base? And it was overwhelmingly no. Like I don't think that there was a single yes vote. And uh, I think I think in general like previous to uh ninja moving to mixer that was when shit started going negative with twitch and i think i don't know what the fuck like i don't know if they're spending more time on like pr and like trying to make it more of a corporate company or like a silicon valley company where it's all the- this great butterflies and rainbows type of environment for for people there but they haven't really rolled out that much good shit in a really long time it seems like they need to uh, re-evaluate their ad team because you'd think with the amount of engagement that Twitch has compared to any other platform on the fucking face of the earth, they could figure out how to advertise. The problem that they're having, I think, is that they are not creating the ad environment. They are reacting to the uh, the ecosystem that advertisers are used to.
2: Chicken nuggets and fries. Are they there? They're going to be here in like 10 minutes.
1: That's mm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> McDonald's eat fresh. I just want you to know.
0: I'm also <laughs> is this a sp- episode
2: also sponsored by McDonald's? McDonald's and <laughs> middle age stream. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, w- I have had um nuggets and fries on stream before. You have this is going
1: to be like a crossover like the Travis Scott thing. It's middle age yeah. stream jorts with Did you get the spicy McDonald's nuggets.
2: Logos. No, I just got the regular ones. Spicy nuggets are fucking spicy. Are oh they? Oh my god! No, I haven't had my them
0: poor yet. anus. Jesus really?
2: It's probably good. I got good. the regular ones because I got twenty, and I'll probably eat them all. Oh my
0: mm-hmm. god! Weenie and I split a twenty, and we didn't even get through the entire thing.
2: Maybe I won't, but I there's a good chance I will. Fair enough.
1: Chat order. Uh, what, what did you order? Uh, from? What was the app? Is it Postmates? HubGrub? Hubgrub? Uh, GrubHub. Okay, this is brought to you by McDonald's and GrubHub. Order now, chat. My get man. your chicken Nuggies, dude. <laughs> chicken um, Nuggies. I. Yeah. What. I, one other thing or just to complete my point um i believe that twitch is reacting to what the advertisers want one thing that points towards this is the fact that vods now have views uh accumulative views uh mm-hmm. so it's similar to what you see on youtube so if you look at uh anyone's youtube or anyone's uh vods on twitch now it's represented by views across all like all live viewers um all, chat viewers, like, uh, all Post viewers so it looks more like youtube so the views aren't like five views on a on like a big channel for, right. for their vods um yo and, and i they're I'm starting to, interrupt, to but that freaked yeah. me out
2: the other day because i pulled up i thought i'd gotten like yeah like
1: botted <laughs> blew or up. something yeah, i pulled yeah. up
2: my thing and it said like a thousand views i was like a thousand Holy views fog, dude. what the hell yeah. i just streamed yesterday am i getting botted yeah. like is someone viewing my vods? this is incredible but i, I think then i
1: then i realized what it was twitch is trying to appeal to the to the uh the product that advertisers are already used to with youtube and other platforms they're like oh well how many views do you get and i don't think that advertisers realize what a concurrent viewer is and they don't realize how much engagement uh twitch is able to produce like if xqc on a stream that he had fifty thousand viewers if he if he posted his merch or something to buy I guarantee you that he could do $50,000 in profit in a second, like yep. in this snap of a finger. Oh yeah. So I think that Twitch has to lead the way where they're reacting to what advertisers want, where I think if they proved what they were capable of by it, I, I like mid roll ads are fucking stupid. Pre-roll ads are stupid. If they integrated some sort of, I mean, we're, we're sending our content to their encoders on their side. Uh, or their decoders and encoders, whatever the fuck they have on their stack. You know,
2: I don't want to brag. I don't know who this XQC guy is. This is some yeah. streamer, some big-time streamer. French but Canadian I guy, opened yeah. up my merch store yesterday, and I made mm. about $30 profit
1: last night. $30. There you go, baby. So, That's what I'm talking about. I'm kind
2: of living the dream. Like, I have enough revenue off of my merch right now that I can actually just get a free hat. Or you know? one Grubhub order to make, Or one yeah, exactly. Grubhub order to
1: my house. <laughs> one mcdonald's chicken nuggets 30 bucks (laughs) dude um but yeah they they just need to prove that they are capable like twitch is capable as a platform to create wealth for an advertiser and if they can prove that and show it to an advertiser they're going to do well i feel like they're reacting too much they're looking at youtube and like hey how we can become more like them how can we compete because advertisers want to pay per click and pay per uh view but in reality twitch is an engagement platform and not a view platform and i feel like they really need to work on like embedding ads into the stream without it being something that takes over the entire experience like something could pop up underneath where we're at right now and and be like chicken nuggets embedded in the stream so people can't block it they can't skip it Mm -hmm. there's so many things that they could do that would be positive and would be easy to integrate but i feel like they're on the back foot constantly and i feel like that's kind of hurting their what whatever they roll out and that's why they're getting so much grief for pretty much everything they've done for the past two years
0: twitch needs to scalp the wendy's twitter account social media manager and find somebody who is actually in tune with what the fuck is going on in everyday life
2: mm-hmm. um yeah because there's no way you could have Uh, And that was a decision that wasn't necessarily made by the social media manager. How tone deaf you got to be with those stupid emotes too, man? Like, holy moly. This is how you're going to celebrate. It's it's,
0: crazy. It's crazy to us, right? Because we're in it. But when you, uh, I think about a Twitch boardroom with like 20 or 30 people, right? And then Stanley raises his hand and goes, hey, you know, let's come out with some s- specific Hispanic emotes. We'll find a dude with like maracas and somebody with a sombrero. sombrero. Maybe we can tacos. have like a nacho with cheese. Like, you know, that that nacho hat that Homer Simpson wore that one episode? Maybe one of those. And then everybody just go, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Stanley, be... I think you're onto something. Like, holy fuck! How are there 30 of you sitting in a room that agreed with this? But yeah. and But that also makes me think that stanley's john wick he works alone what he says goes doesn't answer to anybody because it kind of seems like a lot of twitch is so compartmentalized where it's like what happens in one part does not see the light of day in another part nobody communicates with each other it sounds like every other workplace uh (laughs)
1: if i'm being honest um, There's one old guy pulling the trigger, and re- regardless of what those 30 people say at the table, they're like, he's like, hey, so the emotes all these kids are really loving. You know what we should do is have specific ones. They're like, uh, maybe that's not a good idea. And he's like, oh, I really like that John Wick guy's idea. He had some really cool emote ideas. Yeah, let's get maracas and a sombrero, and then I need them by tomorrow. So put that together, and then no one's able to contact. Like That's how big businesses work. It's just one dumbass at the helm that's making decisions for a bunch of other some maybe some of them are dumbasses but usually they they probably think like oh maybe the user doesn't want this but they're like well this would be really good because i can tell my upper ups that we're doing a really good job here at Twitch with our ad platform and we're matching what youtube is doing cuz i guarantee you there's someone at twitch that's up up top uh, over like overseeing uh the ad platform and they're like Hey, we really need to compete with YouTube here. YouTube's our real competition here. Like we're, it's we like look you just can't like even them.
2: compare YouTube and Twitch.
1: You just can't. you can't. No, you
2: can't. yeah, you can't. it's you, they're apples and oranges. The only thing that they do similarly is they they do do both offer a live streaming platform. However, they're not the same. They are not the same, and and YouTube has a much larger reach than Twitch does. So to try and even think that you can compete with YouTube in that sense is just ludicrous to begin with you know
0: it makes me upset because when i think about what twitch has done to my personal life like in all of these years that have been here right and then to know that that name also god they've just done so much stupid fucking shit lately and i i i'm trying not to be a sourpuss of like well, I've been here for 6 years and I've known all of the things that they've done. Yeah. And things aren't as good as they used to be. We used to have the wild I'm trying not to be that way, but every other month they are doing mm-hmm. something so fucking brain dead and stupid and it's not they're not these massive super 200 IQ business moves that none of us can understand because we don't. Yeah. We're just not at that level. It's increasingly tone-deaf cultural stupid fucking mistakes that they are making over and over and over again and i can't really speak on advertisement and marketing and how everything works in the real world i don't understand any of that shit but when it like we can figure this stuff out if we try we can figure out how to make ads work for us that aren't a massive, massive interrupter to live content. Like there is no other live content that sports randomized advertisements that just break up the live content. It doesn't happen on fucking TV. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. anywhere else. So why, why the fuck would it work here? absolute it makes no sense. So, in the same way that Twitch really needs an actual council. <laughs> to listen to oh on the cultural God. side of things uh, i i think there's a massive need for
2: a way and I, i've hold already on. seen hold on go for it i've already I seen oh i no <laughs> oh i was just listening to my council oh the council that's of your council
1: that's a handheld it's like a page it's
2: but a I, console it's a nintendo switch you whatever
0: but i use the right council in
1: that aspect I was, Did.
2: Talk- I was making a joke about you whatever.
1: Isn't that a mobile it phone? It was a good joke. That's not a console, Jimmy. You moron. That's a, a fucking ca- mobile, it's dude.
0: <laughs> it's a portable gaming device. Um. So yeah, it, it sucks because you want to you want to be able to criticize the platform that you're on. You don't want to be a user that sits there with your rose tinted glasses and loves absolutely everything they do. And Maybe it is a product of our current circumstances, but I do feel like, holy shit, Twitch, just what what are you doing lately? And yeah. it, it seems like they're lacking, and, and again, we could have a, an entire episode on this, it seems like they're lacking so many core fundamental things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just in the the way that their website works, like functionality-wise, how they do cataloging um the, the way that they've changed what your profile looks like like i was actually just thinking about this other day because i was I was thinking about doing putting out a website when you go to twitch.tv slash your username you see the main profile and then there's the bio and then underneath it's your past broadcasts and then under yes, that yep. it is your the people that you might recommend i don't know how it how it fills that list whether it's the people that are on your auto host list, people that are on your team. Um but all that somebody will see when they go is a random thumbnail taken from throughout the stream. I don't even think it shows the date of when that stream was taken. It shows the length of it. Uh and then none of your highlights show on the default page. And that's it. And not only that but in the title Of your past broadcast, I think the last time that I checked it, you get 33 characters before your title is cut off by the website. So when when you're thinking about titling your stream, you got to think, okay, I've got around 30 characters to get something in to grab that person. And and it's not anybody uh, better on YouTube, but it was just something that I kind of noticed at the time. The homepage for a user fucking sucks. It tells you absolutely nothing. We had this this massive issue with um, the people that were having the the trailers. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. But I think it was the people that were using trailers on their page. The trailer was playing when you got to the page instead of the live content. So when you were going to a channel for the first time, their trailer was playing instead of the live content when they were live. It's like, oh, that's not really good either. It's a, I think a lot of people have gotten away from it. So, yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of decisions like that that have just been like the user base is just absolutely up in arms. And unfortunately, lately I've been on the side of the user base has been like a, a, a major sourpuss.
1: Yeah. I don't know what they're going to I don't know what they have to do. I I I think it also uh not to be ironic, but I think it also plays back to like what we were talking about previously. Oh, chicken nuggies are here. Jimmy <laughs> heads out the door. He's going to grab the doorknob and get those chicken nuggies, $30, uh, merch paid for those. Well, but I, I think, I think that we also are doing what we were complaining about where we're seeing all the negatives and we're not really seeing the positives that they're doing. I think that there's been a lot that they have done that has been positive. But I think when you're looking at great companies in the past, like you, you don't look at, uh, Microsoft tablets and you're like, wow, those are fucking game changing. Like, those are so amazing that every feature is like uh, a new thing that no one's ever seen before. Like Apple came out with the iPad and people shit themselves. And then Microsoft is Twitch. Like they're like, oh, my God, they have they have tablets. We need to cut down. We need to stop everything that we're doing and come out with a surface plus with a new UI and all this shit. It's like quit fucking following Twitch and lead because mm-hmm. you have something that isn't like There's reasons that people are on Twitch and not on YouTube. There's reasons that you pulled so many people off of YouTube to watch live content. And there's a reason that you are dominating in the live space. It doesn't have anything to do with you copying anyone else, right? The reasons that people are here are not things that you're copying from other places. Just lead. Find a new way to integrate ads. Pick the top 10 games. Fortnite. The UI is very predictable and simple have add integration within the UI, maybe a fucking set of French fries pop up out of your map. So it's not distracting to the gameplay. It's not completely removing the gameplay, but all of a sudden the UI elements in the game are, are are advertisement spaces. Like you have 10 games that have a majority of the viewership. Just do it on those. And then the rest of the games, fuck it. People can stream retro games or, uh, you know, Minecraft or whatever other small, well, Minecraft's not a small game, but these other small games with an, and, Hire someone to fucking develop an overlay or integrated ads within those games, and then use triggers within those games. Like if you get a kill, maybe the headshots presented by Reese's Pieces, right? Or like hey. a, a, a chicken dinner is brought to you by KFC. Those ad integrations would be huge. But instead, they're stupid. Their ad system is stupid, and they're making mistakes that I just like it's dumb. It's like you guys could make so much fucking money, but you're not. You don't have any fresh ideas, and you're doing things on the back foot because you want to copycats things that already exist. And it's like just do better. So
0: I got to clear something up because I have heard so many people lately be like, well, if you don't want ads, just use UBlock or, or some other Chrome extension. I am 90, excuse me. I'm 9.9 out of 10. Sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry Jimmy. 9.9. Yep. I'm 99% sure that Twitch uses a, a ad streaming system that's baked into the live stream and that those don't work anymore. Can anybody mm-hmm. confirm or deny? Because I still see ads on computers that I don't have or the computers that I do have those ad blocking systems on. Um, actually, Twitch has an entire blog post about this specific ad system that they use where it bakes the advertisement into the stream itself so that those specific don't work, those specific um, advertisements. So do you guys use those and do you still get ads? Because Again, I know Jimmy doesn't watch anybody that he's not really sub to, but I feel like I still see ads a lot. And yeah. I have uh, Ublock on all of the computers that I watch Twitch on.
1: Yeah, it, it goes. Uh, I have Turbo, so I don't see those things now. Clock, I know right. that I okay. have ad blocker. So when I when I was watching Twitch, it, I was still getting ads. But again, this is old technology. Embedded advertisements have been a thing like. Cutting to an ad break have been a thing since TV became a thing like swapping off of a stream has been a thing since like 2005 when live streaming first became a thing. Um, So it's like don't it goes right back to my point quit doing the exact same shit everyone does just because it you you think it works and find more engaging like Wendy's is a great example on Twitter. Look at their their Twitch channel. They play Fortnite and it's just a fucking I think they have like a set of burgers and fries on the screen like. That's perfect. Like integrate with the overlay so it's not super distracting, um, and create an ad experience that's different and and good because it's not like you like there are a billion games on Twitch, but realistically there's twenty massive games that people play, right? There's twenty games that have a majority of the ad uh, the ad space, and the rest of the games, the rest of the small streamers aren't really that marketable at the end of the day. Like it, someone with ten viewers, like they're not going to make any money off of that ad play. Um, That's just my two cents. That's, I don't know. Would either of you be okay? So let's say you're watching a stream full screen and an advertisement
0: comes up. Would you be okay with the screen splitting down the middle, the stream you're watching being on the left and an advertisement being on the right? Let's say there's 30 seconds of an unskippable, inaudible advertisement. So it's it's probably just a GIF where it's like, this is the product that we're selling. This is when it's coming out. Would you guys be okay with that?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think if it, if the user or the streamer could choose what um, quadrant their camera is in, right? You could even overlay some of the content, but that would have to be like predetermined, right? So let's but say- But yes, the answer is yes. The answer okay, is yes.
0: so let's say the the power is put into the streamer's hands. And I personally, this is how I think. Let me, as a streamer, have the choice to run the ads. If I don't run- two minutes worth of ads within the first two hours, it forces an ad at the two hour mark. So you're getting that whatever, but I guess some people just go, oh, I'm stopping the stream at 159 And then I'm just starting to back up again. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they have a way that they can detect that. And, and streams are, and then ads are just going to nail your stream right at the beginning. Um, but I, I feel like if, if you gave the people the power and then said, but if you don't follow through, we're going to do it anyways, It would be way more received and the people who actually stop their stream at the hour and 59 mark is not anybody that is going to be making Twitch any money because Mm -hmm. people who people who stream and who are knowledgeable know that breaking your stream up into pieces is one of the worst things that you can do for viewer retention um, for longevity uh, for chat interaction and nobody in their right mind is going to do
1: that. Cox forced me to do that when my uh, network would drop yeah. out every two hours. Right. Cox, uh, yeah, that was great. Has there been any anything that you guys have
0: seen on social media, like people that have suggested different ad strategies that you've been like, yes, that, that is absolutely what I would like? Is there anything that's been sp- kind of sparked your interest?
1: Harris, Harris Heller said something. Uh, I remember reading it and I was like, hey, that's a great idea, but I forgot what it was. So if you give me a second, I can go back and see if it's still there.
0: Well, I don't know. Jimmy's social media isn't necessarily within the bubble.
1: I would say yeah, no, his entire stream any... is old ads.
2: Yeah, I would say I would say no, I haven't seen anything. I've seen people complain about it, but I haven't seen any like solutions. You know,
0: I know Co Carnage had some good shit as well. Let me see if I can pull his up. Usually I'm more prepared for a podcast like this.
1: We'll allow it. Tell us about your uh, McDonald's in the meantime.
2: There, Dude, these chicken nuggets are freaking sublime right now.
1: That one what you- uh, so- what sauce do you have there? Oh, barbecue, of course. Hmm. Is that the sweet barbecue or just the regular It barbecue? is the tangy barbecue. Oh, tangy. That's right, tangy. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Here is his tweet. Okay,
1: Twitch, let's talk reality.
0: You need more ad revenue. It's clear. Forcing it on your community is the worst way to go about it. You're much better than this. <laughs> How about you unlock free emote slots for non-subs if they watch ads in the channel? How about front page time for streamers if they get their community behind supporting them with ads? There's so many unexplored, interesting things you could do. I think mm. if you were to say, instead of channel points, right? For you to unlock an emote with a certain amount of channel points, watch mm-hmm. ads and then you can get access to the emotes, and then in turn, the streamer can get some of the ad revenue on the back end as well. They
1: used to do that with biddies. Remember that they yep. used to. We need to do yeah. that all the time. Yeah. yeah, I used to watch tons of ads just farming bitties. Farm out. bits. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. I. Hmm. I. For me, I don't think that I would watch ads to get emotes, but I know a lot of people mm-hmm. would. Um, I'm trying to think of what what would get me. To watch an ad. Yeah. Like what as a creator, not as a, as a viewer, I'm trying to think on the creator aspect of things. Like if, if streamers could get six months of past broadcast stored instead of two months, hmm maybe that would be an incentive to get me to watch a little bit more ads
1: uh if if, you what if it was like uh what if it was like a sub train sort of thing like a scam train Where like the the streamer could break away from their content like during a break and could be like hey we just have to accumulate this many watch hours and it's like some ticker it's a game they gamify the experience and it's like hey chat go and watch this ad uh or, or go and follow these guys on twitter like um uh, player.gg does some of the stuff where it's a giveaway related to following, you know, doing all these different bullet points like following uh, player.gg on Twitter, following Crocs and Hot Pockets on Facebook, following Crocs and Hot Pockets on yeah, Gleam on giveaway. Twitch. Yeah, yeah, Like Gleam. It's exactly like Gleam. So if they did something like that where it was a gamified experience for chat to take part and if chat was successful like uh, they would be able to I, I know that uh, Trainwrecks does uh, something with um, I think it's Cash App. Where if they get enough retweets uh, or tweets uh, with a certain hashtag, then they'll give away like a thousand dollars to the chat to people that are putting their cash tags in chat. And it's like that's a great ad opportunity, right? They get a ton of engagement. They take over uh, the I think last week or their last Trainwrecks podcast. They were like number one on Twitter trending uh, for their hashtag because so many people were were tweeting it, so they could you know get paid by Cash App. But I think if they did stuff like that, that maybe it was a little less spammy, like uh, maybe they had a ticker for interaction. So if you watch the, uh, you know, if your viewers watch the video and you get, you know, 10, you're looking for a hundred watch minutes or watch hours or whatever. um, And you had a ticker that counted that. I think that would be something great because then chat has some sort of interaction. And then the streamer can be like, Hey, get in there, you know, go and check it out. uh, And like pump the chat up to do it. I, I think that that would be a good idea. But it's hard for Twitch to do that across the board because then you would just have... I mean, most streamers would be like, oh, fuck those guys. Yeah, just go watch this because they're forcing me to do this. Yeah. So it'd be tough.
2: There's no easy solution. I think that, like you just said, Twitch is going about it the wrong way right now. Hopefully, um, smarter heads prevail in the end. Uh, but like I mentioned before, this is just the beginning. Like ads, yeah. they they're, they're not going away. And the only way they're going to go away is if they get some sort of revenue um, themselves. So you got to give up something to give something, whether that's buying Twitch Turbo because you're fed up with ads, um, whether that is doing some sort of quid pro quo arrangement, whether you're Mm -hmm. a creator doing it or as a viewer. Um, But something something will change. They know that this approach wasn't the right one, but they're going to keep throwing shit at a wall and see what sticks. I honestly believe that they are trying their
0: hardest to not make Twitch Turbo appealing so that they can pull more ads. Because I'm no expert, but I almost guarantee that the amount of money that they would make serving ads to people greatly outweighs the revenue from Twitch Turbo. Oh, for sure. For sure. Right? Like, there's yeah. a reason time, they don't yeah, advertise yeah. Twitch well, Turbo at yeah. all.
1: No. Like people don't even know that. I mean, I mean, if if they're able to convince, uh, I mean, uh, Twitch Turbo is ten dollars a viewer per month, right? Um, If they're able able to convince, like an ad buy, you wouldn't necessarily get ten dollars per viewer. You would probably get per view. I think it's like for a million views on YouTube, you get about two thousand dollars for ad buys or for. um,
0: But that, um, but that's also, but that's a flat rate for Twitch Turbo for ads. What if you have a user that watches? 80 hours a week of twitch right okay. right and then you have it's a twitch scalable, turbo yeah. user who just it's just a flat rate you know so right those those numbers um they very they interest me a lot because i would like to see what the difference is between the two
1: and if they start making more money off of the ads they're gonna be like fuck this twitch turbo thing hey no we it's gonna be like the twitch prime thing like oh hey twitch turbo you no longer uh have like the uh, immunity to ads we're gonna Play twenty five percent more. Yep. Uh, for, for anybody in chat that
0: does not know, there is something called Twitch Turbo. It's eight ninety nine a month. All it does is remove is, removes ads for the entire platform for you. Wait, no you ma-
2: also have an expanded emoticon set. I have Ugh. that. Yeah. And if <laughs> you are, you already had it. If you had, right? Which I did. way back when, but
0: so yeah, it's uh it's interesting. We we're, we're going to see some some changes uh, coming in the near future.
2: It, it will be it ain't going away. Yeah, it's it going not going
0: away, away and they got to find a way to do it. But again, like you said, Bishop, they got to lead instead of follow because there's no other site that's doing what Twitch is right now.
1: Yep. They they've got the uh they've got the wind behind their sails and they're just like, "Hey, how about we shoot a slug shot through the, right there in the sale and see if that helps?" And now they're got a bunch of holes in that shit. And people are like, well, maybe we're going to end up going to a different platform. And I think YouTube, the thing YouTube needs to do to compete now is it, it, I still don't know how to find it live on YouTube, like live content on YouTube. You if don't. I go to Jacksepticeye's channel and I heard that he was streaming because he was co-streaming with someone on on Twitch, I still can't find his live stream by just going to his channel. It's not very clear. And maybe oh. I'm just a moron.
2: I, that's probably has nothing to do with that, but I just wanted everyone to know, including you two, that you can get the meat sweats from chicken nuggets. I am, you got them right now. Oh, Oh, I'm getting the meat sweats, but it was worth eating 17 out of those 20 nuggets just now. Oh,
1: you got 20. I don't remember you eating
2: a single nugget. I think I was so enamored. and I was just like, just straight, just going. And God listening damn to you guys! And just stuffing my gullet with nuggets. It was great. Hey, it was. A what good are
1: time. the What are the Twitch uh, Turbo specific uh, emotes? The purple. Uh, there's a purple. Yeah, there's heart. like these little
2: monkeys and stuff.
1: What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Wait, how do I find them? I I should have them. I'm getting skazammed. They're in there somewhere. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, do you guys have all the different uh, hearts with? Fl- they go under like
2: the little unlocked section.
1: Oh. oh my god, Ooh, my emot. section's fucking huge. Oh wait, dude, there's Pokemans. Do you guys have Pokemans?
2: Yes. Yes, I do. You, wait, you
1: guys have the Pokemans? What the fuck,
2: dude?
1: hmm I'm, I'm uh, Are they under mad?
2: miscellaneous? I'm just mine are in them. the unlock section. They're like oh, those little monkey you can change the appearance of the, the smiley face emotes to either like the regular face or the monkey face. That's what, what it, is. it
0: is. Okay. It's yeah. not
2: it that's that's all it is.
0: See, I have the I have the BTTV emo menu, so mine's different than the the stock one. So, I don't know where they're listed. I don't know if they're under the Globals or the Miscellaneous, but interesting. Um all right, you guys want to get into the Q&A? Do it. First question from Hellhound, general question with the amount of games going on multiple platforms, do you find yourself preferring to stay with one and either waiting for a game to come to your preferred platform or settling for a
2: console version to avoid having 50 launchers on your PC. Well, I think I, it's easy for me to answer this because I usually just play the console version. So, yeah, I. I yeah, OK, I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a good example of this is Borderlands, because I know that uh it came out on Epic Games first and I was waiting for it on Steam. I was willing to do that. I think it depends on the game because I did buy an Xbox for Red Dead Redemption and then played it only a little bit and never beat it, Um, and then I ended up rebuying it on PC. So I I think it kind of boils down to the different game, uh, or sorry, the yeah, it boils down to the game. Like, is the game worth? Is the hype worth me going and buying uh, a console or buying it for that console before I get it on my preferable uh, system? One thing I found with have owning an Xbox, I have like the newest Xbox One X. I, I maybe have like. 30 hours on it and i also have a switch um what i found is that even though i have those devices i rarely play them over my pc like if i own a game on those devices i will buy it on my pc just so i don't have to go over there for convenience sake um so i will wait as long as it's uh not something that's like a like a groundbreaking thing like if the ps5 comes out and there's a new game on there that It's going to be a year exclusive or six month exclusive, and I really, really badly want to play it. Uh, Maybe I'll do it like a GTA comes out and it's on console for six months before it comes out on PC. Maybe I'll play it Uh, or maybe I'll get the console or play it on the console if I have one. Um, But in most cases, I I wait until like Epic Games even. I will wait for it to come out on Steam before I play it you're that
0: stingy about it
1: yeah i fucking i think epic games is better now but i come i come from the time before Fortnite and epic games launcher not only have i lost my account like five ten times to hackers even with 2a um the information's been leaked plenty of times i'm just like i've i've dealt with bullshit with steam maybe like a handful of times in the in the 10 15 years that i've been using it Uh, with with epic games like obviously it's a newer thing it's I don't think the necessity is really not there and I I don't need it. It's just, it's, it's kind of like EA. It's like, oh, well we see steam's a thing. We want our games on our own launcher. And then Ubisoft's like, Hey, we're going to have our own launcher. It's like, okay, no, I let me know when your games are out on steam because I'm not going over to your fucking dog shit and having to set up 50 different, uh, means of logging in. It's just annoying.
0: I, I'm a PC gamer. First and foremost, Mm -hmm. I, I have a switch. Uh, I have a PS4. I don't care about either of them. I prefer yeah. <sighs> to sit in my chair at my PC with a a operating system and a keyboard and a mouse. The only mm-hmm. time I like gaming with a controller is with a party game or with Rocket League, and that is it. I prefer this platform. The only time I'm buying a console is with the Nintendo switch. I don't care about exclusives mm-hmm. for the Xbox or the PS4. I obviously got the PS4 because of, I don't fucking even remember. It must've been cause I knew I wanted to play horizon zero dawn and God of war. But if I wasn't a streamer, I wouldn't have picked up the PS4 in a million years. Like I just, yep. I don't care. I don't care about the platform. I don't care about its UI. I don't care about its, its sub par graphics and you know refresh rate. I'm a PC gamer. I live on the PC. This is is my life. Uh, Do you you get
1: FOMO of when you see the PS4 and you're like, the new one's coming out soon and I've hardly touched this? Because I I feel bad that I own my Xbox.
0: I have not given a single thought to either of the new Xbox or PS4 coming out. I've not cared a single bit. And I feel like that makes me a bad gamer and a bad streamer, but I Mm. just don't care. Bad council dad? But Yeah bad bad game streamer yeah i look at my xbox and
1: i i'm like the amount of missed opportunity that device had to be played it's kind of sad i'm like the admit like the because it's a decent pc right like Mm. an xbox there's decent components in there and i'm like man that thing really is missing out on life so jimmy has like a 10 minute long yawn right now
0: i the reasons why people love consoles do not fit my lifestyle all the people all the reasons why people prefer them they don't align with mine i don't think they're bad they're not they're not destroying the gaming community there's just literally there's no reason i live on pc my friends live on pc i prefer high resolution high frame rate console exclusivity can suck my fucking dick and i'm especially living this shit with vr right now the amount of titles that are coming out for one platform of VR and not to others is staggering and my blood is boiling just thinking about it right now. Um the fact that you have to buy into other platforms in order to experience a game drives me off the fucking wall. That's conversation for another podcast.
1: You mad, bro? You're a mad. little. I'm actually a lot mad about it to be honest. You're mad, bro. You're talking you're talking about like Oculus and Vive, right? Like the yep. or okay, PS4
2: gotcha. there's the PS4 had some exclusive titles that were pretty cool, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. So. You gotta buy a $500 box just to play a single game and then never play it ever again. That's literally my Xbox. Like, I look at it and I'm like, I feel bad. I should sell. I should sell. So someone can play.
2: Uh, Final thoughts, Jimmy?
1: I like consoles.
0: We know you do. Uh... Uh, for next question, um, from Mel. Say what? What? How does a block of cheese last a month, a week max? Here, what are you making with this blocks of cheese? Yeah, if you buy like a a block of sharp cheddar, it depends or mozzarella, on the type of cheese. Yeah, yeah it, just, it just depends on the type of cheese. There's plenty yeah. of cheese that are pumped heavily with preservatives that last.
1: Little um, known fact: Knacker's mouth is actually filled with preservatives. Yeah. Uh, so he's just t- t- spitting all over it, and it's uh, being preserved. Hundred percent.
0: Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, if you go and buy, like, some, some Gouda, like, some fresh Gouda or some fresh mozzarella, that there shit's not lasting a month. There's certain of cheeses that will only last a week or two yeah. in the fridge. But you do, you, you go buy some, like, Mexican four cheese shredded in a bag, months. Of yeah, that'll last months in the
2: fridge.
3: Easy.
0: Uh, from the same person, what is everyone's favorite cheese? Sharp cheddar.
1: <sighs> Provolone.
2: Provolone would probably be, like, top three yeah. for me. yeah, yeah. Swiss would be my number two.
0: I love... There's so many cheeses that I love.
1: I, I w- love a lot, too. What? Least favorite cheese. Go. That's easier. Mm-hmm. Blue cheese. Monterey. You don't like Monterey, Jack?
0: No. Hmm. Um, I feel like somebody just took a, a cheese and then added some spice to it. It was like, oh, let's just call this a new cheese. <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: let's add some uh, Monterey pizza Jack pepper. on
2: some like tortillas. I like tortilla mm-hmm. and cheese. Monterey Jack's pretty damn good, actually. I think.
1: Never mind. What?
0: Oh. Uh, I, I would say I would say brie is probably brie, one of my really? oh camembert cheese. I don't
2: like that one either, man. Really? Brie uh. is probably
0: number one. And number two, there is a cheese. I don't know if this is like I don't a like household the Cotta name. Either. You don't, don't like ricotta. Like, no. Ricotta and goat are kind of eh for me. Yeah. Um Cotswold and chive. It's it's a yellow cheddar that has chives that's in it and it's fucking amazing for like breakfast and brunch foods. So I oh, would on, I would
1: On your next stream, can you do like a cheese tier list? Sure. Maybe, maybe absolutely. Maybe you have like a call in, Jimmy calls you in and we do or I don't even need to be there cuz I don't know my cheeses. I just like eating. I have um, four cheeses in my fridge at all times. Always. Yeah. Yeah, you should do a cheese tier list because I okay. think it would go a long way. It would help people
0: out there. Now that I've been doing a little bit of Italian cooking, Pecorino Romano has definitely, like, wiggled its way up to the top for sure. Yeah. Uh, next question from Bearded Corvus. Do you think the hype around the 30 cards are worth it? So um, the 3080, 3090, these new NVIDIA cards that are coming yes. out. Absolutely, I do as well. Um I have always been hesitant as far as gaming benchmarks before they actually hit the reviewers, but now that cards have made it into the hands of reviewers and the results are staggering, again, NVIDIA embellished a lot of facts when they say, you know, when they're up there and they're saying these cards are two times, three times as fast, that's never the the practical case. There's always a little bit of an asterisk next to it. Um, but yeah, these new cards are very powerful. You know, you should never feel bad for your purchases because something better is always around the bend, but holy shit, if you spent money on a 20 t- 2080 TI in the past year, you 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 could feel a little shitty because of the amount yeah. of power that are in these new cards for the price.
3: Mhm.
0: Yeah. Next question, uh second to last from Girthy. If Twitch shut down it did something bad enough to warrant leaving, what platform would you move your streams community
2: to? Mixer? <laughs> I have some bad news for you pal.
1: Oh shit. I was th- hoping I, I, to get that. I would back.
2: say YouTube. YouTube's the closest thing to Twitch right now uh and obviously it's not the same but they they've their live streaming component what I've seen the only YouTube live stream I've ever watched was a Dr Disrespect stream. It was one of the first streams back. That's it. I watched some of that. So they've made it somewhat like Twitch. So I would say if if Twitch were to disappear I was still wanting to stream, that's where I would go.
1: I would, uh, you know what I'd do? I would go to Pornhub and just play games because maybe, maybe I could get that residual viewership. But does Pornhub have a live component or is it all pre recorded? Camps, know.
2: live camps, don't they? I don't know. Sure.
1: We'll research in next, the next okay, podcast. Okay, we should research. We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do some research. But, yes. But if, if there was a way to track, now we're going back to this tracking thing. After a guy is finished or a girl is finished, they're no longer seeking sexual companionship or whatever. And if they could redirect that traffic to my stream, then I could have like a realistic conversation with someone. Right. Except you know? if so,
2: anyone ever says in your chat room that their keyboard is sticking,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's going to take your brain that, in
2: a weird spot. You know? it'd, be like a,
1: it'd be like a funnel of like post coomer viewership. Uh, yeah. hey. yeah. Bushes of you know.
2: love type of thing.
1: Yeah. That'd be good yeah. for me. I would post not clarity streams. <laughs> I would definitely go to YouTube. Even before
0: uh Mixer went down, my answer was was yeah, still same. YouTube because they seem to be the only other platform that actually understands what the fuck is going on. To an extent. Yeah. To an extent. Uh, last question from Gerthy as a follow up. Uh what could drive you to
2: eventually leave Twitch aside them closing down? Um, no viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, if my viewership went off a cliff and I just people stopped coming to hang out, I would that was to stop streaming, right? Is that Um no,
0: if if Twitch actually did something to make you leave the platform. Like what
2: could Twitch do? Oh, what could Twitch do? Hmm. Oh, could Twitch do? Yeah. Um I don't know. I I don't I that's a tough that's a tough thing to answer because I don't usually I don't. My brain doesn't work that way, in the sense that like I'm. I don't have a preconceived response of something that hasn't happened, and I haven't thought of a particular situation of anything of, of that the big company Twitch could do to me egregiously that would make me say I'm not streaming on this platform anymore. You know what I mean? They stop like paying I just, your
1: subs. How about that? If you didn't get yeah, a direct deposit after like six months yeah. of streaming,
0: in the know. way that Twitch only sees us as a number. Yeah. You should only see Twitch as a platform. There, Thanks. You should not have platform loyalty. You should not be sitting here like, all of my morals have to be in line with Twitch's morals because I guarantee if you were to go and sit in a room with Twitch's top executives and learn their political views and how they feel about abortion and, and gay rights, you'd probably be fucking out of there. You, you have to treat it like, this is just a platform that allows me to do what I do. Um, if you're one of those people that... That's how you you know. That's how you lead your life based on how people feel at the top level. You're gonna have a hard time. So there would have to be a lot for Twitch to do as a platform for me to go. All right, you know what? I'm out of here. But the other thing you have to think of is, okay, where else could I
2: go that actually competes with Twitch? And that answer right now is YouTube. Nowhere. Well, Facebook I think has a pretty good chunk of uh, market share too.
1: Right, uh, they have more than Mixer did. So. I think I think you said it right, Knackers, when you said you're gonna have a hard time, and this is a good time for me to announce my Pornhub uh, live streams. Hard. Uh, the, 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 yeah, the mo- the motto is uh, you're gonna have a hard time, and I like uh, I will be streaming only gameplay specifically. Perfect. Hell yeah. I I think I would leave if Twitch stopped paying out. Right, like if they stopped paying uh, streamers for the time that they're putting in. So if people were subbing and paying for that. And they chose to cut even deeper because streamers are getting fucked for the amount of time that they're putting in, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, smaller streamers are getting, you know, for the it, the the revenue splits already kind of shitty. Um, but I think that the only other thing um, would just be if they had like an extreme um, uh, presentation of bias. Right. So like if they were making decisions that were specific to like certain races or certain ethnic groups or certain Uh, sexualities or anything like that and making rule sets that um, benefit. I mean, it'd just be like an ethical thing, right? Like, if they were benefiting one... Extremes. Yeah, it it would have to be pretty extreme. Um, Obviously there's the Alinity thing and her getting banned versus other streamers getting banned, but it would have to be uh, more extreme than that. Um, Like, if their ruling was specific to certain people, uh, I would make a decision. Also, if they... um, yeah. If they just keep diving down, like forgetting that they are a platform and wanting to be more of a, like, I feel like they really, I feel like Twitch is social media really doesn't represent the people that use Twitch at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that they actually understand their audience very much. So I think if it went any worse, if there was a better place that represented itself, uh, I would think to go there, but it would, it would, uh, fall in line with other people doing it as well. Uh, like that would. I wouldn't just jump ship just because there's other places to go. I mean, I think you you see a lot of people do that and people watch things. They have habits. You'd have to convince a huge audience to move over to a different platform. And that's the hardest thing to do. Um, But it would be very easy if they uh, if Twitch fucked their own reputation up somehow because people wouldn't want to engage in their website and support them. They're getting there. (laughs) Yeah, Slowly but surely. Yeah, slowly but surely.
0: All right, my friends. Well, that is the end of the Q and A, and that is also the end of our podcast. So what we're going to do is go around the room, have these fellows announce what they have coming up on their channels or their uh, internet lives,
1: and then we'll close this bitch down. So, Bishop GP, we'll start with you. You can find me here on Twitch at Bishop GP. You can find me on Twitter at BishopWasHere. Uh, probably do some racing game stuff. I'm actually building out uh, a bunch of graphics for Gears of War, which I don't play a ton, but that'll be interesting. So that'll be on. Uh, on UMG this week, uh, UMG Gaming on uh, Twitch and on Twitter, uh, so you guys can check that out. There's some. Uh, it's called Emergence Days, so I'm making a broadcast graphics pack for that, so that'll be kind of cool. Sweet. Cool. Uh,
2: my name is Jimmy. Um, you can uh, find me here on Twitch at Middle Age Stream, um, also on Instagram Middle Age Stream, or at MiddleAgeStream.com, where also you can buy all the hottest Middle Age Stream merch, including hats. Swimsuits, flip flops, and coming
1: soon. <laughs> you fucked the link up. Spandex. The link's
2: destroyed, dude. Did I totally? Aww. You double copy paste
1: <laughs> Middle age stream, middle age stream. Oh,
2: man. All right, wait. Still looks there good. It there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Don't follow the first link. Um, but I've been, uh, I'm going to finish Super Castlevania 4. I think we're going to do, um, I think Castlevania Bloodlines on Sega Genesis is next for me. Um, But I've got some fun stuff coming up. We're almost into October. I'll be doing a, some, you know, October themed related stuff. We'll do some scary shit. We'll do at least one scary game. And, um, you know, October is kind of, I'm not really into Halloween, but I kind of enjoy like Twitch Halloween. It's kind of fun. I, I very much enjoy the spooktober events in, in October on Twitch. So I'm excited about that. My name is Knackers. You
0: guys can find me on this very Twitch channel or on Knackers, or excuse me, or on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Knackers with three A's. Thank you guys so very much for hanging out during this episode of the podcast. I will see you next week for the rescheduled event. Uh, of reanimator on the podcast uh one of the producers for that twitch tv show ven gonna be getting all the juicy details on that and then of course this group show will be back in two weeks uh for episode 131 you guys are all super fucking awesome thank you very much for hanging out with us and we will catch you all later goodbye